Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 56 of the Talking With The Dad podcast this evening. Steve, tell me the sponsors, buddy. There are no sponsors. No one's watching. No one's listening. No one cares about us. Actually, we're being sponsored tonight by the one and only Donald Trump. Thank you, oh Mr. Trump, God. for reaching out. Well, the, for- <laughs> I, Steve didn't like the intro to the, the show, so he wants me to restart it. <laughs> oh, Zach. What's up, buddy? It's crazy time. crazy time in America, man. We Isn't got it? all the tech, all the technology at the tip of our fingers, man. I was thinking about this the other day as I poured out half my drink that some poor person probably would have really enjoyed. And I was like, man, I can order food. I can order anything within a day. Get almost anything I want. There's nothing that's restricted to me. I turn on my TV. I got suggestions for shows, movies, and things I could possibly buy. All in one shot. Okay. It's a brave new world, Zach. Is it? Brave new world, Zach. But here's the one thing I want to know. Why do you keep saying brave new world like that? Brave New World, Zach. It's an expansion it's, to Civilization Five. I don't know why. Like you keep saying it, like so specifically. It's also, it's also a, a, a book too, but it's a Brave yeah, New World, yeah, Zach. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, right? All these things, all this technology. I want to know why the DoorDash guys always manage to bring the wrong food to the school. I've only you know that happened like twice. I've gotten so much free food from wrong drop-offs at the school. I might as well just hang out in front. And just wait from the drama. <laughs> like, oh, uh, this is for George. And I'm like, is that Wendy's? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm George. George. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just grabbing other people's food. That's why you keep getting wrong food. I didn't say it was the wrong food for me. I said the wrong food had been oh, brought okay. to the wrong yeah. <laughs> It's all, all free food is right for me. Do you remember when you thought you were going to be able to slow up my free food game? I did you for a while. Stop. You couldn't stop. I did for a while. I was on a full campaign for not give, not giving Steve food. It worked for like three weeks. And then I gave you an egg roll and it all went crumbling down. All crumbling downhill since then. huh? Steve is just out here fucking stealing food from children and, and morons. <laughs> Wendling people out of food. Absolutely. You know I mean, on a less lighter, not not funny at all. Note, man, uh, we are truly, truly, truly blessed, man. I, did you have you seen any of the footage of the food lines, like for food banks and stuff like that? No, it's getting it's getting pretty funky out there, man. I'm sure, I'm sure. Next, we're gonna start storming grocery stores, and I'm gonna be number two. I'll get there, get my donuts, get my cases of water, but not not the bad water. You know, not the like the water. not not the store <laughs> brand water. I'm gonna be in there getting the good stuff early. The Sani, yeah, that's yeah, tough. yeah, twenty six dollars for four bottles, right? With the fancy, <laughs> with the fancy bottles, and then I'm gonna knock some smart water in there. Absolutely, oh, I can't. Wait. I'm going. I'm getting all the fresh fruit before it goes bad. Yeah, but the, fr- that's the issue the- with the fresh fruit is it has such a short shelf life. You know, exactly. really, what we gotta but- go for is the fresh cans of beans. No, 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 that's a good idea too. I'm getting the fresh fruit to lure the vegans in so I can eat them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just gotta not... get kale and avocados for that. Not even the fresh fruit. Leave the apples for other people at least. Good You're point, like, I want point. all the avocados and the kale. They're like, I don't know what this guy's doing, but has really bad smoothies at his house. <laughs> Sprinkle it on the grass there. What's gonna happen next? Oh, you'll see. Bunch of skin, skinny, <laughs> looking people walking through my bushes and stuff. Well dressed, though. Very well dressed. They look <laughs> You're good. like, I got a new wardrobe and some food. <laughs> yeah, someone drove through Port the other day, and they reminded me of uh, something I had forgotten, is that summertime in Port, even with this pandemic, but uh, 
you know those people getting off the train is amazing like it's it's like hipster yeah, yeah. have you seen it before have you ever gone there to that, by that train station on a friday I, I try not to hang out by the train station i've i mean I've, I've lived in the town my entire life but yeah there's some weird people to hang out there too but the people coming in to port from the city and they're sure. just coming up to summer for the weekend they smell horrible they look horrible but they all got money so as long this as they keep all, investing yeah. i like tourism tourism is always good for towns um, especially when yeah, there's like yeah. a, a huge, a huge base that lives there already, and you just get some influx on top. That's always good. Unless we used to, um, unless it's the Hell's Angels or the Mongols coming into oh, your town. Well, I mean, whatever. The Lord of the not here for them to do. Um, that bench that's down there under the awning at the yeah. train station down there, we used to, we used to grind that with uh, bikes all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, losers. There's a free book kiosk over there too. Is there? Yeah. Everyone here reads. <laughs> <laughs> I still I still all the free books and replace it with Sports <laughs> Illustrated. <laughs> Sports Illustrated and Car and Driver. <laughs> oh, Car and Driver is one of my favorite magazines. I loved it. Yeah, I've, I've stolen it out of all of the free uh, tire shops and everything. <laughs> I always stole their stuff. Yeah. Have you been reading that for a while? Car and Driver? Yeah. I had a subscription for years. My dad always kept a, a Car and Driver subscription for me for like, I don't know, 10 years, something like that. So I read it for a long time, yeah. Oh, wow. Like you actually read the articles and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super into cars, man. <laughs> I tried to get into cars when I was a kid. I was like, nah, never mind. I you grew in up city. in the city. Yeah. yeah. I was you like, didn't grow up in the right area. It's pointless. I know a lot of guys from the city who are deeply into cars. but Yeah, but those are the guys with money. If you live in the no, city no, no, no. and you're into poor cars. People. Poor people. I know poor people that love cars. I'm like, that's like a person dying of thirst looking at water right exactly don't do it to yourself if you're big into the car but, culture in the city then uh usually you have money did you ever go into uh no that's not true that's an unfair assertion what are, what, are, what are you where are you pulling that from <laughs> Rich all, of people. The, all of the big car shows i've ever been to in the city what? yeah uh, I mean, there are other people there. I don't know if they started gating off the poor people when you started going or something like, like don't make eye contact with those folks over there. They have bad <laughs> credit scores. <laughs> we just let them in for the numbers. I mean, what was the last car show you've been to? Oh, I don't know. It was three years ago, four years ago, probably. Yeah, I went to one around that time in L.A. It's pretty good. Did you go to the L.A. Auto Show, though? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. different. That's that's not like uh, that's like that's, a, that's an, vendors and stuff. Yeah. yeah, an auto show and a car show, I think, are two different things. Even the one in the city in the Javits Center, the the New York auto show is is not like a, a car show. Car shows when you show up and people are parked along the street and there's like, you know, like that kind of stuff. There's a place in California called Pacoima at Richie Vallon Park, I believe it is, mm -hmm. and I've been to a bunch of car shows over there. Yeah. Now that. Got to get out of there before the you know street lights come on, but still yeah, a good time. There was one up on I, I forget what the, what it's called. They call it um like Ben's I think, but it's like a Malibu Kitchen. It's up on whatever that fucking road up there yeah. is. There's a lot of people that hang up out there, and then yeah. uh, Neptune's Catch I believe is the uh, the yeah. restaurant from Fast and Furious. Yeah. I hate Fast and Furious. I mean, I love that franchise. I hope they make another one. I'm really like on the edge of my seat. The first Just three were good. The first three were really good. I, the last twelve were amazing. <laughs> if you like act, like boring action movies, I guess. Where are they in space now? They, they might be going to space in this next one. We're on shore of the plot. Actually, we've been on shore of the plot for the last five, and we've watched them. <laughs> well, who knows if uh, they're going to get released in the theater? You know, Universal has. Uh, 
Yeah, they're out. Where do they? Where does Universal go for their releases? Hulu? I don't know. What do you know? Well, so uh, Netflix, they, pretty, they sign with Netflix. They sign with Hulu. I think they go all over the place, but they, you know, video on demand. I'm not sure if they have a a service or a, a contract with just one specific serving point. But I do know that they're not going to be back in the theaters unless they get that whole thing squashed. But who's going to movie theaters anymore? That's a thing of the past. I'm certainly not going. You want to go so bad. I do. I want to go see Black Widow in the theaters, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Huh? I don't even know what Black Widow is. I don't want to know. You do. You need to know. I, I mean, I don't need to know shit. <laughs> Let's be fair. I don't need to know anything. <laughs> Especially See? what's about some fucking comic book shit. See, there you go. Being a willful ignorant. What the hell are we talking about, man? Zach, what the hell's been going on in your week, man? We just went on a dark tirade. That was actually pretty good. I like the uh, the, the the black shirt. Man, you look like a supervillain over there. That's my goal. <laughs> Generally, I, I dress up in the morning and I'm like, all right, well, uh, I want supervillain today. You're going to bust out the turtleneck one day when you come. I can't. I can't only turtlenecks. No, can't do it. I feel like I'm being strangled slowly <laughs> when I put a turtleneck yeah, on. There's there's that. I also really generally don't like long sleeves. So Yeah. yeah no. You had a flannel on the other day, man. That's a long sleeve. I roll them up. That is not the way you wear a flannel. It is when you're fucking, <laughs> when you hate long sleeves. <laughs> Unless you're cutting wood, you don't get to wear your sleeves that way. What a flannel. I mean, like, even like with hoodies, right? I show up to work, my fucking hoodies are always pulled up to my elbows. I don't like long sleeves. I don't know. Never have. You know what's weird is when I see someone in a flannel and shorts, I'm like, what's going That's on here? That's me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the outside world? Yeah. Cold enough for pants, man. Dude, it's like, the, it's like, have you been to Florida and like, like right now, like like early September to like October, where it's hoodies and shorts. Yeah. Well, that's actually all. That's like like from that's all September. California. Yeah. Cal <laughs> no. When I was in California in February, they were in like jackets and like jeans, and I'm like, what is wrong with you, fucking people? I'm walking around in a t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> they had heaters on, and I'm like, it's 70 degrees. You guys have heaters on. What do you mean? Dude, you know, it's crazy. The longer you stay there, your body starts to change to meet that. Like, so when you first get there, you're like, as a New Yorker, you're like, ah, you know nothing of winters. Exactly. Just like people from the Midwest tell us, they're like, you know nothing yeah, of winters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after a while, I noticed after the second year, September started feeling a little, little, you know, what, weird. I, I, did, I did notice that it's because like here, it's always super humid, no matter mm -hmm. what time of year it is. Even there, it was like not humid whatsoever. So like 65 felt colder to me. Yeah. And also, you know, once you get that nice desert heat going, like there's nothing like a good 115 degree. That's what day. it was recently there, right? Wasn't like 115, yeah. 120, something like that. It just you know, like hey babe, I'm just gonna go out and get some coffee. Maybe I'll walk, and you can step outside. Like this is a bad idea. I'm not walking. Anymore. I couldn't do it. Fire the fire the car. Get the air conditioner going. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's actually crazy. Like it gets hot here, but like a hundred here, but it's so humid, it gets yeah. disgusting. One of the last times I smoked weed in New York City, that is, it was <laughs> bad combination. Summertime, West Forth, extremely hot on the upper part of the world. So oh. by the time you got down to the train station, it's definitely like 105 down yeah, there. It's gross. all the lovely aromas. And I had smoked the biggest blunt with my homeboys. And I was just, 
I, cu- I couldn't deal, man. Like, I didn't freak <laughs> out or like run away, but it was clear in my eyes that I was a man struggling, waiting for the train to come. Like, I'm just like, on my best normal face. And then when I looked over and there's a homeless guy staring at me, I'm like, too much. And I just walked by the train station. I was like, I'm going to walk up town. Holy shit, there, dude. Man. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing, man. <laughs> Could not do it. It was. That was possibly one of the worst nights of my life, like walking through Times Square. And I'm not talking about this new friendly Times Square. Yeah, back when it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was terrifying. Well, at any rate, man, I don't want to regale you people with my oldness. We got some good topics here tonight, Zach. Do we? Yeah, I think so, man. Uh, we're talking about how to make the best offense, uh, how to satisfy your man. No, real stuff that people are interested in. Yeah, it's just us girls tonight, huh? <laughs> Ugh. You say make the, so what, make the best muffins, huh? You said make the best muffins. Is that what you said? Yeah, make the I, best I can't muffins. bake, man. I could cook. I can't bake. I don't know. I can't do either of those things. Nobody's gonna eat any muffin that I make. <laughs> <laughs> if I hand it to him, it's gonna look like a threat of some sort. <laughs> You're like, like what is I, that? I made it in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I made it of cement and brown sugar. It tastes good. Though. So tell me about this Tarkov tournament, man. What the? When you sent it to me, I was like, "Where is he watching it? And what's going on?" But because you, you didn't send me a link or anything, it was over by the time I I texted you, and it was. So I mean, <laughs> it was a three-hour tournament from yeah. three to six on yesterday on Sunday. Uh, most kills on Factory from a, a fresh account. And it was interesting to watch. It was interesting to watch. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Pastilli was hosting it, um, and he was doing, like, commentary, going back and forth, watching the people. It was fun. It was 100 contestants. It was very okay. good. It was very good. Honestly, I think it was the best format that they've had so far um, in a Tarkov tournament. This is probably number three or four that has happened so far. How are people playing? More aggressive? More cautious? Well, give it to me, you got, man. You got to be aggressive, right? So it's three yeah. hours to get as many kills as possible. So your goal is to get in as many raids as possible, right? If you could go in 70 times over three hours, then you're most likely going to be in more engagements than the guy who goes in 50 times, right? Okay. So you got to put yourself in a lot of engagements, a lot of really, really quick engagements, and get in and get out. And one of the, the troubles with, with playing from a fresh account is that you, at level 10, you hit the flea market, but you're at level 1, so you're limited to what you could buy through what the traders have, right? There's nothing good at level 1 that you could purchase to, like, be competitive. And they had announced this so far in advance, people were gearing up and being ready for all the streamers going in to play in these tournaments so that they were people were going in with, like, legit gear, like million-dollar million kits to go in to fuck up these streamers. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> How did that part go? It depends on it depends on which streamer they they went up against. Like Landmark, who won the tournament with fifty nine kills, like one shot a kid immediately who had the best helmet and the best <laughs> armor on. And I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, wait a second, that armor shouldn't like that bullet shouldn't pen that helmet. And he's like, well, actually, see, I, I I got down and into this angle and I shot in under the face shield and hit him in the head. And I'm like, you what? You you yeah. It was a it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. A hundred people what? doing it. Landmark is that one dude? Did you show me? You sent me the videos. Uh, he's insane. He's, like, the, he's the best like player. Five hacks or yeah, yeah. He's the best player in the game. But he actually he only won by one kill. Right? Oh really? Who was who came in second? Some guy that I don't even know. Axel TV, I guess his name is. Um, came in with fifty eight kills, and there was a, there was a guy in third place with fifty seven, and, and fourth was like fifty five. Right. If so, factory is a limited amount of players that you could kill. 
uh, in one raid. I think it's five or four even when you when you're loading in. So it's five players total, and you know if you're at 55 and landmarks at 59, you're within one raid, right? If you go in and get a lucky spawn and get all three or four people in front of you and you kill everybody, like I, like you get lucky and, and catch right up. So yeah, it's but- fascinating. Uh, quick question. So, how was the tournament put together? Because I, I obviously I'm not I haven't played Tarkov before. So you're going into raids, but this is all separate. So they're just tabulating what people are playing in their own individual games as they're going into raids. Or how so they-, they give they gave them fresh accounts, right? Okay. So the idea with the fresh account is that at the end of the end of the tournament, there was after the time limit was up, right? One the guy who came in second actually should have tied for first, but he loaded into a raid too late. So he, his okay. last his last kill was disqualified. Um, so yeah, at the end of it, you could just like click on your stats, and it'll tell you how many kills you had. So okay, they, they each person had one of their mods in the chat with them. Uh, that was like every time they get a kill, like all right, one more kill. All right, I got two kills there. Okay, yeah, all right, I wiped the entire map. There's four more kills. So they were tallying it there and using the in-game stats. Oh, nice, man. How does Pastilli do? Did he play or he was just he was hosting it? It was his tournament. He, he put it together. So he didn't play. I think Pastelli would have done really, really well. He usually has good strategies for this stuff coming in. What uh, what was the prize? There was no prize. There was ah, no prize I... for this tournament. It was the first time Pastelli's ever done anything like this. He said. So he said that uh, he wanted to, you know, see what the interest was, see how well Battlestate Games would support him for the next one, and then try to do uh, try to do prizes for the next one. Okay, nice man. Uh, wait, who's the uh, the developer? Say that name again. Battlestate Games. Are they really Russians, or is that just a play? Uh... No, no, they're legitimately fucking Russians, yeah. <laughs> yep. they'll, they'll never be installed on my computer. It's a great game. Wow. <laughs> Minus all the flaws in the shit state that it's in right now. <laughs> you were complaining about this the other day. There's something about the wipe, and it just isn't. Uh... Explain to me one more time. What's wrong with the game right now? Yeah, there's a lot of hackers. I've I played four raids the other day and got killed two raids by hackers, just by people like zooming around the map, fucking at a at eight eight times the speed that anyone possibly could run, and then just <laughs> pop in and just fucking kill you immediately. Um, they added explosives to the games that just don't make sense for the game. The grenade launcher is really really kind of stupid, and then they accidentally buffed it immediately after they released it, and then haven't made a, a change since. Um. Yeah, I mean, there needs to be a set schedule for when wipes happen, I think. So for when everyone's reset is, is when a, a wipe is when everyone gets put back down to level one. No money. Level one traders, like, like basically everyone's starting from fresh again. Like that first month that uh, the game is out or after a wipe is like the best time because everyone... There's like incentive to PvP, right? Because you want not only do I want I need money and I need to do my quest, but I also want your gear. So I don't have to buy gear for next raid. And it was like three weeks this uh, this wipe was like three weeks long where that that fun was happening. And then people had the best off in the game. And it kind of ruined it. And the wipe is what happened three months ago, four months ago now. Okay. So like you try to go in now and it's like this would be the worst time to buy the game ever, potentially. Um, cause you go in and like, you run into everyone using the best ammo armor doesn't even matter anymore. The ammo is so good right now. They buffed, they buffed some of the ammos. So it doesn't even make sense to wear armor or a helmet anymore. Cause you're just going to die anyway. <laughs> especially if you got, especially if you got hackers running around. This is something I don't understand, man. I, 
I guess in a trolley type of way, it's like, hey, let's go in and shit on some people today. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem like it's like how much fun could it possibly? You have to be a real sadist. What they do, it. what the hackers do, and I hate even saying it, is that they sell, they sell their services. They'll buy the hacks and then advertise somewhere like, hey, do you, are you a person who doesn't have this amount of time to play the game? Yeah, just fifty bucks. We'll, we'll bring you into two lab raids, and you'll have. 100 million rubles afterwards and never have to worry about money again Ugh. that's the that's the that's what they're doing they're selling playthroughs essentially it's, it's so shitty it's so shitty <laughs> and they're leaking they used to be just exclusively on labs so you didn't uh -huh. if i didn't want to run labs i didn't run labs right and want to pay the three hundred thousand rubles to get in anyway so i was running shoreline where i'm fairly confident on and i know the spots and i know the loot spots where i can make a lot of money and that's where I'm getting killed by by hackers now because no one's playing labs right now. I just want to fight these people in the streets legally. Oh my God, yeah, I don't know. I just wish I wish Battle State was better at banning them. Really is what I what I wanted. Like I, to me, it seems fairly easy, right? So when okay. when you level your strength all the way up, you run faster. If that makes sense. So yeah. if anything is five percent above the fastest. Uh, run speed at max strength, I think you should automatically get booted and banned, right? I feel like that's the way to fix it. Yeah, but you just ban them and they just create a new account. Oh, wait, no, I well, guess you could... You have to it, buy account. You have to buy an account. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't know I don't know how much the base game costs, but it's, it's you know, it's like 40 bucks an account. Yeah, I've always wondered that. I'm looking it up right now. Um, the base game is not the one that you want, but I guess if you're if you're hacking, I guess I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? What the best uh, thing what that you want is, yeah. right? Whoa, oh, that's not bad. Where did you find it? <laughs> I can't even find it. Oh, pre-order, pre-order, right here. Purchases starting price of forty four ninety nine, and then it that's goes up by game, yeah, yeah, one thirty nine ninety nine to buy the Edge of Darkness limited edition if you so choose. That's what I have, yeah. <laughs> Rich people, man, I tell you, you get I play, oh, a, I play a lot of this game, so I mean, it makes yeah, sense you, for you, me you, to you have know. it, right? Like, right, you get, yeah, you get yeah. bigger stash space. Like, there's a lot bigger of stuff staff. that you get that uh, that is beneficial for having it. Yeah, don't buy the broke economy version of a game like I do. But no, literally there are there are benefits to having the, the Edge of Darkness if you play the game a lot, right? Where you no, keep no, your I, items is called your stash. Like it's it's like double the size of the base no, game, right? So no. if I were playing just on a standard account, like it's not very much loot that you could bring back in, and I tend to fucking loot goblin things. So loot goblin, stop that running around ca causing havoc. You know what, man? I've officially made up my mind. This game would not be fun for me. Like it requires the the the, the margin of error is too low. You know, very I low. I, I I can't be. Here's the issue though: is I feel like because of that, you would get addicted to the game, right? I feel like you're you're not the kind of person who likes to just lay down and get beat, and then you yeah. get beat a few times, and then it's like, okay, well now I know where that guy is going to sit again, and now I know that I have to you know jiggle peek doors, or I have to like you know aim my cursor in a certain spot, and then that. That level of trying to progress as a player and through the game is super addicting. 
<laughs> Jiggle peak doors. Man, I tell you, I've learned some of the best terms. Since <laughs> I started I'm going to say that the next time I go to a restaurant. Like, I was just uh, jiggle peeking the door. But, you know. <laughs> you've, seen me, you've seen me do that. Where, like, yeah. where, like you A and D, right? So that's your, that's your strafe on a keyboard. Where you just go through a door super quick. You're like, you're doing this motion. Right. And like looking through the door. So you give them the least yeah. amount of time and the least opportunity to hit you. Oh, man. Knowledge is key in the game, my friend. Knowledge is key. Knowledge is key, man. Well, here's the thing about knowledge, right? You can know a bunch of things, right? Sure. But it just doesn't translate into the physical accomplishment, like the ability to do things. Like some of the best trainers know some of the greatest things about boxing and MMA. But, can't but when do we it. go back and look, yeah, we go back and look at the highlight, we're like, damn, you almost got killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like gaming, though, is like... I feel like if you just put you put in enough time, like it's muscle memory at some point, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the best uh, my aim has ever been was when we were just running around playing uh, CS:GO for like those few nights, and mm -hmm. then when I got when I started playing other stuff, I was like, well, you can do it at CS:GO. You can do it anywhere. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, I feel like CS is one of the games that really translates to other games for sure. There's not Absolutely. really a game that universally translates like that, in my opinion. Maybe Rainbow, but Rainbow is like you're so far behind in the life cycle of what Rainbow is now. Like it's it's not fun. So uh, I dip in there every once in a while just to catch catch a quick game. The funny thing is, I tried to play it at the school. Uh, I'll talk to you about that. And I couldn't get into a quick match, but uh, I got in the other day and got into a quick game and uh, was doing fairly good. Doing fairly good until I ran past the door and got shot in the head. And I was just like, how did that even? Well, you get, you gotta you gotta learn to peek that door now, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I just, like I, I knew it was going too well. The guy came up the stairs. I was like, oh, saw you. And I was like, I'm gonna play a little bit more aggressive. I'm not gonna stay there with the bomb. I'm gonna go out and pursue people. And that those are my, uh, have it, to kill it's a game people. that uh, <laughs> it's a game that doesn't promote movement very often. So it, it's it's a mistake, definitely a mistake <laughs> to run around in rainbow, dude. That's why I can't stand it. That's why I don't like it. I, I'm pretty sure that I killed, when I killed those three people on that team, that they're like, what the? Someone tell the new guy to get back in this spot. <laughs> That's funny. At any rate, man. Uh, yeah, and you take me into number two, man, because I can't talk about it anymore. I, not that I can't talk about it anymore. I'm not going to be able to articulate in an intelligent way the way you do these type of things because you're not invested in it like I am. So just... You, you take it away. Just take it away. Uh, okay, so I guess we're doing the topics in order this evening. Uh, and what else is in order is some, is some console prices that we haven't gotten yet, right? I think we're uh, all due how much these fucking games, how much these things are going to cost, right? We're three yeah. months out from the, the supposed launch, and we still have not gotten a single price on any of the consoles coming out. What versions are coming out? When we can get it? Like, we know when, I guess, right? And, like, the holiday. But yeah. we don't know a price yet. And that's very, very concerning. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm not even sure where I heard it from. But apparently the pre-orders for the PS5 are invite. That doesn't make sense. Why would they be sense. invite only? That doesn't make sense. That's, you know what? The only reason I even gave it a little credence is because I remember when OnePlus first came out. And I was like, for a flagship killer phone, they're definitely making a big to-do about this. But you needed an invite to even pre-order a OnePlus. And I was like, maybe there's really? something there. Yeah, you needed it. Isn't that crazy? But, and people uh, did it. Uh, and they did it. They did it. <laughs> and they pulled it off. I was like, I can't believe that this happened. They actually overshadowed the uh, 
not this is going to be really funny blackberry tried to rebrand themselves at mm-hmm. the same time and with, they were like with we're the touch screens and stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But, boop, boop, that went horribly but <laughs> we don't know it did it went really bad i don't know anything about the, the prices everyone keeps no speculating one no one does all speculation from $4.99 to $7.99. Yep. They're thinking that the digital-only versions are going to be the $4.99 ones and that the uh, obviously the ones with the disc. $7.99. $7.99. It's a fair, it's a fair uh, assessment, I would think. I, I have no idea. Um, we're, I don't know. I, I don't do as much research on them as, as I used to. I guess maybe I should. Maybe, maybe I could you know, ping some sources or something and, and see, see what I can get into. But I, You'd uh, be worried to get time. Yeah, I guess at this point I would be. I have no idea. <laughs> the funny part is, like, as you go deeper and deeper into the rumor mill about it, you know what? It just goes full circle, right? So if you go through my timeline on YouTube, if you just look at stuff and it's like exclusive information on the PlayStation, watch the 20 minute video. After no, it's not worth my time. <laughs> after the 15 minute intro of the guy saying the things that you normally <laughs> say that they say, and they almost always say the same thing. Hey, been away from her a little while. Uh, hey, to take school's break. <laughs> going good. And, uh, well, my mom hasn't kicked me out yet. And yeah, so I don't care about your life, dude. We're at the official at this point where they're just going over the specs over. Yeah, everyone's just going over, over, and, over and over and over again. And it's, you know, it's crazy about this too, man, because, uh, you know, NVIDIA just had their big launch and we got sure. something all we just got something almost tangible and it completely overshadows as it should the council situation, because this is what happens when the marketing's stretched out. You can either just be very transparent with your consumers and say, hey, this is the release date. These are the prices. This is how we're going to do pre-ordering. And that will generate just as much buzz in my mind, because now people have something tangible to hold on to. And they're like, OK. So this is what I'm going to be able to do. I can start saving for my kid to get this. That's what a real market is. Parents who are spending money that they don't have for kids who don't care about this thing. Well, no, they care, obviously. But you're depriving us of the opportunity to start doing that. Now, if you live in a certain tax bracket, doesn't matter where it comes out. You're just going to buy it, even sure. if you have to pay a little extra to get it. But for the general consumer, people got to start saving to get these things. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Gavin's not getting one. He's probably getting one. I don't know. Gavin, he's, he's, he's going to get one. He's going to get a computer. He's going to get a gaming chair. He's going to get everything. Everything that any six-year-old could want. But I'm not happy about it. I'm happy about him getting the stuff he wants. I'm not happy about play, Sony getting the money. That's what I'm not happy about. You were all over the place at the end there. Um, so I saw a graphic not too long ago. The fact that um, when how, lo- how far in advance they released the price for the consoles previously... And we yep. are now the closest to a release date that the price has ever been announced. Previously, it was like four and five months in advance. So, yeah, it does. It doesn't make sense. And this is they're both doing it. I could see if it was just Sony, who I would think would be the culprit. They're they're, they're both... waiting each other. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to outweigh each other and then go, oh, man, PlayStation's four ninety nine. We're going to be fucking four ninety eight. Fuck you, PlayStation. <laughs> Everyone's buying Xboxes this year. And everyone's like, wait. Well, all my friends play PlayStation, so <laughs> no one's buying an Xbox. There's no Halo. That's a big thing. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they delayed Halo again, man. I, I don't understand. 
No, they they they're saying it's not for altruistic reasons, but they're saying it's for the benefit of the consumer. They want to make sure they put out the best game possible. They put out that they put out that like pre-announcement, and everyone's like, "The graphics look awful," and they're like, "Okay, we're delaying it." <laughs> that's exactly that's like the timeline of what happened. It's I, I don't understand. You know, it's and it's not for me to understand apparently because I'm I'm not the fucking one. I'm not on the PR team or the marketing team or. You know, I'm not on the financial team in the background going, we got to fucking release these things. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a game developer. I could I, I list the things that I'm not that makes me not qualified to fucking talk about this shit. But well, I'm here anyway. You are, you're a YouTuber. <laughs> so it gives you all the right to so spew your opinion, sir. And it doesn't need to be validated. Just go ahead and say what's on your mind, man. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I think all the consoles are stupid. Uh, I think <laughs> if you're buying a console at this point, I think it's a dumb, it's a dumb decision. I think you could build a PC for a hundred bucks more than what that what that console is going to cost. It's going to be twice as powerful and it's going to be more fun. And you can plug your damn controller into it if you're one of those weirdos. Every once in a while, you just I got a wireless dongle for my controller. Gross latency. My, my old ugly Xbox controller. <laughs> I hate yeah, I mean, I use my Xbox controller for like Tony Hawk and stuff. But how's that going anyway, man? Tony Hawk. Yeah. Done. I've completed the game. Hundred <laughs> percent completed on on both the Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. They added like other like challenges into the game. To be fair, I'm like eight challenges away from beating all three categories of challenges now too. Um, but some of them are like you have to go to you have to create a park and put five things down. And I'm like I'm not fucking I'm not doing that bullshit. And the other <laughs> ones are like do ten thousand flip tricks. And I'm like, I mean, that'll happen eventually, so I'm not gonna just gonna sit there and spam kickflip over and over again. But <laughs> so I mean, so where we sit right now is I'm pretty much done with the game, and I'm just doing like high score runs. So I was watching a a recap of Doc Planet the other. <laughs> Doc played it. Yeah, he's probably awful at it. I assume. No, he's actually he's actually pretty good. But people were trying to coach him through how to do some uh like how to string together tricks and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> and revert just... into a manual. It's so funny because he's like, you can't see what he's looking at with those glasses on. And he, he looks over the chat, and someone's like, "You gotta push down and forward in circle." He's like, "Down, forward, and circle." Hey, eh? he just kept saying it over and over. I'm like, is he broken? I'm like, what happened? Right now? Yeah. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch him play. I forgot how how much fun those games are, man. They're awesome. I'm not buying it. Absolutely, not buying it. you're not buying it. Nah. What happened? Huh? What happened? You were buying it the last that I knew. You're done. You're done. You're done with it. I haven't no played any. Of the, I haven't done any of the multiplayer stuff yet. I'm waiting right. for you to get the game so we can do the multiplayer stuff. I literally have not even stepped foot in a multiplayer to, I'm, to, I'm sh getting it. I'm to getting shit it. I'm on those poor, poor kids. I hit a 4.9 million combo the other day. <laughs> What's stopping you from pooping on people? I want to have fun with my friends when I play the game. I don't want to go online <laughs> and just shit on kids. I'm gonna shit on you guys. <laughs> that's, that's, I did a 4.9 million combo, dude. I was like, all right, all right, I've peaked. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what would, what tricks did you have to do? The, what did you do? You got to just string stuff together, right? Really, yeah. the, really, the best way is to find a rail in between two walls. So then you just like grind, hop off, wall plant, flip trick, grind, hop off, wall plant, flip trick, and then you just. It's quick. It's just quick. 4.9 million. Problem about this is, Zach, those kids on the sticks playing, 
They're better than you. No, they're not. You know it. They're just they're not. better. <laughs> they're not, and they never have been. <laughs> they never <laughs> will be. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty good at the game. And like I could I didn't even do any of like the manual cheese. You know what the manual cheese is, right? Where you just get into a manual and you start spamming yeah. the buttons where you just start fucking doing like like flat ground tricks. I haven't even started, yeah. I haven't even gotten into that yet. <laughs> I'm the best at the game. I'm the I'll, best. I, I won't say that I'm the best at the game, but if I All wanted right. to be, you know, top ten. <laughs> I wake up, wake up, roll out of bed, top five. <laughs> Once I focus, top three. <laughs> any given day, top one. <laughs> at any rate, about these <laughs> the, the council prices, man. I yeah, here's the thing: people are still going to buy, and this is what you call having the captive audience, right? So they, they're going to release the prices probably. I'm going to predict now a month before the actual the actual um, release date. A month is a little close, I think. I think we get it within the next month. Um, within the next month. Which puts us about two months out from release, which I still think is too far. Um, I mean, PlayStation did some shit today where they were like, hey, PSVR, and everyone's like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> we're like, we don't care about your fucking PSVR. Tell us how much we're going to have to spend on this PS5 that you guys keep hyping up and saying how many teraflops it has. Oh, man, someone asked me a really dumb question, and I was trying not to make him feel stupid. He was like, I heard the PS5 is not releasing with a m remote. And I'm like... That was actually rumored for a long time. That's not the dumbest question I've ever heard. That's that was the rumored that was the rumor. That, that was the rumor for the PlayStation 4. It was a rumor for the PS5 too. That they, 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 they were. It was a rumor for the PS3 as well. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it will be. It's Apple is doing it now. They're not. They're not. They're not releasing chargers with the fucking new phones, right? Like. That's a good point. It's you know, still we're going down that path. Listen, hold on for a second. First of all, you don't need a charge. The reason they're not releasing the charger for the new phone, have they moved the Type-C yet on all no, of them yet? Or is it no. just the iPad? That's why they're not releasing it. It's like, how many things, you know how many houses I've gone over, not recently, but, and I've just seen lightning cables just strewn sure. about. Like, you're like, just, there's one in my car, and I haven't I had, I had an Apple phone in three years. Or so. I have no, one in my I, car. You had an iPhone 7 when you started working with me. Did I have an iPhone? Yes. No, I had a Galaxy. Nope. I brought the iPhone in. I you brought had, the you iPhone had an in. iPhone because you had just yeah. broke your Galaxy and were waiting for a replacement. Absolutely, you did. Because you used nah, it You nah, used nah. it for the first month that you worked there. Absolutely. No, nah, I think that's false. And you, sir, I always try to I made fun right of you here. for the first month because you had an iPhone. And then you finally well, came in. You're like, look at a Galaxy. And I'm like, oh, wow, you've finally stepped up into the real world. I remember this. <laughs> First of all, I would never walk into any room and go, I got a Galaxy S8 Plus and raise it up as if it's some type of accomplishment. <laughs> Second <laughs> Secondly, I would never let you, of all people, get away with making fun of me in public for a month without saying anything. I did. I promise you I did. And then you came in and raised your phone. You're like, I have one. And then like two weeks later, you're like, it's cracked. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that went down. But Zach, it was pretty close. It was pretty close. <laughs> Zach has one of the greatest imaginations. But you know what? Whose imagination is better? And I often wonder, looking at him, where he's at, what's he's thinking. Okay, here we go. And transition three, two, one. <laughs> no. I, I, hold on. No, we're still talking. We're still talking about the councils here. Are we? <laughs> we had yeah. moved away from that. <laughs> no, 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 hours ago. <laughs> No, we're still talking about the councils, but it's someone that plays on council. Wings of Redemption. Okay. Whenever whenever I watch this man, 
like whenever I see him, you know, that one bead of sweat down his face, mm-hmm. the, the quick snapback at the at the chat, someone calling him Travis for the eighth time, and he's like, "My name's not Travis. Why do you keep calling me?" <laughs> or when someone told him that his girlfriend was with them right now, and he's like, "That's not true. I don't have a girlfriend." I often wonder when that man wakes up in the morning. What is the first word he says as he puts his feet down to the floor? Zach, what do you think is what? Give it to me, Zach. Give give me Wings of Redemption's first word out of his mouth because he's in the house by himself. His grandmother married. Is he married? Yes. (laughs) No way. No way. What's her name? I have no idea. He's keeping everything about it super private. Oh, is this a recent thing? Uh, Within the last six months ish. Yeah. Oh, good for him, man. See, there's love around the corner for everyone. What I what I think really what his first word is he puts his feet on the ground, he's like, fuck. All right, let's go. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you, he's a, an above average siege player, man. He's very good. He's yeah, I mean above. he made it to like diamond or something. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that his only losses though have have actually come. I don't often want to help anyone inflate their ego, but most of his losses do come from poor teammate support sure. but then there are times where it's just like he's overestimated his own skill uh, all the time <laughs> like, he, he thought for the longest time he was the greatest call of duty player to ever live like what up, how many remotes you think he's broken probably more than me <laughs> and that's an absurd number <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I, 50s probably. But at some point, it becomes a meme, right? And he's making money off of it. So, I mean, it can't be that bad for his career to keep breaking breaking controllers. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> someone donated a dollar in this chat one day. <laughs> and then they insulted him. He was like, so you got to pay at least $10. <laughs> he's funny. He's funny. <laughs> All right. I, you, I, we're not going to get counsels. I'm convinced, right? You know what the next thing that's going to happen? Sony, I'm calling it. They're going to be like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) That is a very, very real prospect. But they're probably going to release something that says, you know, due to COVID, blah, 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 supply supply lines have been delayed. You you are so, you are the most wrong anyone's ever been about anything on this. Two months ago, mid COVID, they're like, our supply lines are great. They're better than the PS4. Everyone's going to get a fucking PlayStation. That sounded very Donald Trumpy to me. We have the best bleach and the only bleach that can cure COVID. I don't uh, do a good yeah, Donald yeah. Trump, but, but you know what I'm saying. Like, no, it's no, like no. I got, I, the way that he talks. I get it. No, no, I'm talking about the way they're talking, the way he talks. Do your Donald Trump impression. Go ahead, do it. It's not good. No, I don't do impressions on, on command either. It just makes them worse. Um, <laughs> we are two days away, one day away from the multiplayer reveal for the Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War bunch of people have announced that they've already played it there was a uh-huh. small little alpha get together that a bunch of like pros and streamers and stuff got to play and right. uh the ninth all the gameplay footage goes up yeah how you feeling about that buddy better after i saw the gameplay that got leaked on twitter the last show <laughs> i watched it for like 20 minutes straight it was like four minute it was like a four minute clip i feel better it looks a lot like a, a mix between black ops 2 and 4 which is okay. which would be very good for me if that's the case <laughs> you're you're holding yourself together right now just no, like... i'm just i'm i'm allowed to be excited for things right i didn't no. stop you from being excited for avengers a day with how oh, mediocre the game is at best or uh, the game 
You know what's crazy, man, is in spite of your uh, venomous-like attitude, it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm actually genuinely having a good time it playing the game. It shouldn't. If it does, then you're you're a weak-willed person. Um, I will as strong as the Chinese yin. That's, uh, <laughs> wow, very sturdy, very non-volatile, sturdy. Non volatile, very, uh... No. Shut your face for a second. I'm actually having so much fun with the game. I thought that when I was playing it with Gavin that uh, it was going to diminish me when I was playing it on my own. Okay. But, again, I'm just going to point out the, the graphic disparity isn't too big between PC and uh, PlayStation 4. But I just got to – it's it's fun, man. Like, it is, it is Wait, honestly – Hold on a second. You're comparing a 4K TV to a 1080p monitor, though, and you're still saying the disparity is not that much different. No, that should really that should tell you something. 4K TV versus 1080p monitor. But my PlayStation isn't 4K, so it doesn't matter. But it's going to upscale the 4K. It does. No, it will upscale. This TV does not upscale, so it's locked in. And the highest it's going to go is like HDR, and that's not even something that my PlayStation does. So that means the darks turn really dark. Okay. <laughs> the light, and it's the, the craziest thing is the his PlayStation isn't a pro either. But it can do the HDR support. True. It just makes everything. It looks makes everything look a little saturated. But I will say this: HDR is. Let's be fair. (laughs) I'm just looking at it. I feel like I took acid. But here's the crazy thing about it: playing the game with him, and then playing through the like the missions over, like tutorial stuff. It's actually just a lot of fun, man. Like that first mission where you're just kind of running around. Uh, I guess it's it's not Central Park. I want to say it's Bryant Park or something like that. Okay. And uh, you're just kind of like going, looking at the Avengers statues. And I don't want to spoil the story for anyone that hasn't played the game yet. And there's a scene where Amala Khan has to get into the sewers. And I was like, oh, man, they did a really good good job on the audio. The water sounds like water. It sounds like the footsteps through water. And then you get into a quick fight scene. And, you know, I mean, a quick uh, fight. And I was just like, this is just, it's a lot of fun, dude. And I'm like, a part of me wants to find something wrong with the game so I can come on here and like, like, well, this is what's wrong with it. But I'm just, I'm kind of just like fanning it up and having a good time. Now, again, this is everything that I could possibly want in from a, game. a video game. Yeah, a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I understand that. This is everything I could want in the game, man. But uh, I'm having a good time. I've felt like a better person since I've started playing. Like, I feel the negativity leaving my body when I play. It's actually pretty amazing. It's almost like being at a spa. You should find something like this that makes you this happy. Uh, many games do this for me. <laughs> no, nothing makes you happy, buddy, except for Hawaiian shirt Sunday. That you genuinely look and, happy. And in. RuneScape, and 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 WoW, and Call of Duty when it's good. Um, <laughs> and Buffalo wings. Buffalo wings. I fuck with Buffalo wings. Super heavy. Sushi. A good steak. A, Sushi. A, a great steak. Let's be fair. I, go, I could do a good steak on, on my worst day. Running out the restaurant that's, to avoid help. Fucking hilarious. That I almost cried during. That was amazing. There's actually like a game idea in that, right? Or at least a TV spot for Not some. Yet. It's like an anime. It would be an animated short at best. Right. But I actually drove by there the other day. It has a different name than it, than it did when I was there. What is it? What's the name? I don't. I don't remember because it was different. <laughs> I was like, that was called something else. And then when I left this job and went to this job, it was called something else. And now it's a third thing. I'm telling you, man, it's a uh, restaurant's a shady business. There's nothing worse yes. than when a restaurant closes down and something new opens up, but you notice it's the same staff. And you're like, oh, this is weird. Little, 
what just happened? You guys were a shawarma place now, and now you're Mr. Sushi. I don't know if I'm buying this at all. Do you like shawarma? You like all that type? Of stuff? What is a shawarma? Fala- like falafel. I don't like falafel. I don't like chickpeas. Really? It's like one of the five things you could find that I really don't like eating. What are the other four things? I don't know. You would have to go through a list, but like, um, no. You see what? I would eat this. I would totally eat this. You said falafel, and falafel immediately to me is fucking mushed up chickpeas and put into a fucking little bread thing. I would eat those. Shawarma? Yeah, shawarma's good, man. I like a lot of shawarma. I F's with it. I'm trying not to curse as much on this show. How am I doing? Not great. You fucking suck. (laughs) Speaking of things that suck, did you happen to see what happened to poor Cardi B on Twitter. You no. got to know when to, you got to know how to punch in your weight class, man. Hold up for a second. You got to punch in your weight class, right? So, I Cardi agree. B's not, not the best rapper, but I wouldn't step up on Instagram and say, "Hey, I'm going to take you in a freestyle battle." You never know what she might actually pull out and then you sure. just realize I've my I've you know, I've swam past my depth. So, Cardi B, of course, did that uh, now infamous interview with Joe Biden the other day, and Joe Biden came out of the basement to be interviewed by someone other than uh, his own wife, and uh, people were giving her a little, you know, razz about it because some of the questions she asked weren't really making a lot of sense, but her heart was in the right place. Sure. The unfortunate part is Candace Owens' heart is never in the right place, and she's like a piranha just floating through Twitter looking for things to talk about, and uh, somehow they got into a little exchange. Oh, Candace Owens went on the Ben Shapiro show to talk about the WAP song with Ben Shapiro. And then she was also talking about the the interview. Cardi B felt like Candace Owens had uh, disrespected her and her and Ben Shapiro were bullying her, which is obviously you don't want to throw chum in the water when the shark is already swimming around. So Cardi B did a live Instagram video talking about Candace Owens. Then Candace Owens responded and basically dragged this poor woman 100% and just just annihilated her. And in, in all the wrong ways to the point where it just seemed like internet bullying. And the funny thing was Cardi's Cardi B's fans mm-hmm. kept trying to challenge Candace Owens to it. And like apparently Candace just has like the best Twitter fingers ever because she's responding. You say something <laughs> like she's going to respond, dude. Dave Chappelle said something about her, uh, the smell of her uh, nether regions. She said, say it to my face, Dave. Damn. Best comeback I've, I've ever <laughs> So I, I, I'm just on her Twitter right now. This tweet right here yeah. sold me alone. To those asking, no, I wasn't invited to speak at Cardi B's funeral. <laughs> that's pretty. That's fucking brutal. That's that's brutal. You should go through her Twitter sometimes. Like, no, it's too conservative and political for me. She's the, the perfect troll, man. <laughs> like, it's like they grew her in a lab somewhere. And it's it's amazing. The only person who trolls better than her is Charlemagne the God. You don't go into this guy's show. Sit down in that sharing and like I'm sure he's very pleasant in the beginning. Like, hey sure. Zach, how you doing, buddy? Man, really enjoyed the last episode. We should probably get lunch sometime. We're going live in five minutes, uh, five seconds. Okay, and then he just starts tearing into whatever poor assholes in that chair. Like the worst was probably Lecrae, the Christian rapper. Like, just imagine being Lecrae for a second when this yeah, guy. I, I will. Hold on, let me Google him first. <laughs> Google Lecrae. I, I, I'll find him. I'll find him. I'll find him. You can okay. talk. So Lecrae sits, dead air. Lecrae sits down in uh, the chair, begins the conversation with Charlemagne, and uh, Lecrae at the time was pretty orthodox in his belief system. And Charlemagne's like, yeah, I think you have a hard time putting gender on God. 
And then like you could tell it was one of those things where he's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to answer that question. Do I do I nod, smile, and agree? Or do I just like do I just cave into myself? And he caved in. And he's done this to multiple look what he just did to Joe Biden recently. Joe he Joe Biden said on his show, You're not black if you don't vote for me. And only Charlemagne the God could draw that type of truth out of a person. So that's why I'm voting for Joe Biden. I don't want to lose my black card. How about you? You got me here. I have no idea who any of these people are that we've spoken about for the last few minutes. Uh, I am sitting here in awe at Beth. Um, <laughs> you don't know who Charlemagne the God is? From that Shade 45 show? Is that what it is? That no! You... It. No, I don't then. I don't. Because I don't I don't listen to stuff that I'm not going to enjoy. So I think I think you would actually enjoy Charlemagne. You guys share a lot of the same character traits. It seems like he's a he's a uber conservative rapper guy. And who Charlemagne? That's what it sounds. That's, that's what it sounds like. You're saying? No, he's not an uber conservative rapper guy. What he is is he's probably an interviewer, and he's not a rapper. He's an interviewer that's stuck in a role. Not stuck in a role, but he's definitely big in his role. Okay. He could step outside of that and do like regular news if he wanted to, but he's not conservative in the least bit. He's probably more of a libertarian. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't listen to political stuff at all though. So like, uh, you know, recommending other oh, breakfast club is what he's part of my bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I thought about Shay 45 cause I maybe hear about a lot of rap songs, I guess, but, um, you're thinking about, you're thinking about big sway. Is he, is, is that what he does? Um, yes. Sway's on Shay on the 40. He's actually a really nice guy. I have no Good rapper. idea. Um, yeah, I don't know any of this stuff. I don't follow any of this stuff at all. You know, who machine gun Kelly is. Yeah, I know who Machine Gun Kelly is. Machine Gun Kelly was on with Sway when the whole thing about Eminem's daughter broke out. Yeah? Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Because, yeah, it's Shady's record. I think that's his radio station. <laughs> He's like sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, um, sorry. And, uh, was it Andrew? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for the brisket. This was delightful. <laughs> I want to go back to Cleveland now. Good luck. Do you f do you f with brisket? Uh, I've had it a few times. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, do you make it yourself or? I've never have. No, I've never done like the long term smoking for food. I've never I've never done those. I would like to, um, but I, I just feel like it's a it's kind of a pain in the ass, and I don't feel like I don't like doing things for like fourteen hours straight. So. <laughs> so you definitely not gonna be a dad tonight. <laughs> you like son. This is the 12th hour. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> Stiff arm him and walk away. Um, no, I mean, there's things that I, I tolerate for, for long periods of time, but like, that's a commitment, right? Like to like do a good brisket is a is a fucking huge commitment. Uh, I would probably enjoy it. I guess I don't know. I don't really like the too smoky of a brisket. I've had it in a few places where it's gen, just been the right amount of smoky. You know, you can overdo it with that stuff too. There's some people who are like, oh, I smoked the meat. I'm like, no, do you burned? the meat that's yeah, what i take yeah. there but i like cooking so i don't see why i wouldn't like doing it yeah. i just feel like it's it's a super long commitment so nah i think i think you'd be good at it, man i think we should invest for a smoker for you over here of course we'll put it 20 feet away from the house and just come over and have a good time smoke the food and uh you know you gotta leave after it's done but we'd, we'd appreciate it if you came by and did that I show everyone the food I'm, you cook. I'm not going to cook you anything specifically. Me specifically? Yeah, you specifically. Everyone else in the house where I'm okay with. I just feel like <laughs> cooking for you would just be too much, and I just don't feel like doing it. Cooking for me? I'm like the easiest person to get along with, man. 
You just complained about a, a brisket being too smoky when it's a smoked meat. <laughs> Not too smoky when it's over smoked. No, I, I wanted to... There's levels. There's levels to the game. And, and <laughs> if the person is known for smoked meats, then you got to kind of get a deal with it, right? You know, it's a great movie, man. I always makes me really laugh and like I've loved the color of good, honey. Yeah, that's also a great movie <laughs> about cooking. Uh, have you ever seen Chef? No. Oh man, it's it's one of those movies like a feel good movie, man. But it really, really makes you think you can cook or you want to cook or it made me feel that way. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna learn to cook. Like, I'm not gonna do any of this stuff. It's from 2014. <laughs> yeah, no good, no good movies came out in 2014. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> to do this? I'm not. I'm not biting. I'm not biting on this one. I'm just gonna let you and Wikipedia figure it out. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I am gonna go to Wikipedia just because it's the it's the easiest and the most precise. Here we go. The highest grossing movie of 2014 was Transformers: Age of Extinction. Oof. Classic. That is a terrible movie. The Transformers <laughs> movies are all bad because they're just they're just fucking eye vomit. They're just With like explosions, colors, fucking things. I'm like, oh my god. Well, I guess you would you would heavily disagree with me because uh, X Men: Days of Future Past came out this year. Captain America: The Winter Soldier came out this year. Actually, I am I am vastly wrong. Interstellar came out in 2014. <laughs> Interstellar is it may be my my favorite movie of all time. It's a very very good movie. Interstellar. Yeah, I watched a spoiler uh, the other night. Yeah, because you because you wouldn't fucking actually watch it. You made me watch all these movies, and you wouldn't actually watch the one that I recommended. You've watched two movies, if one, I think, really. No, falling down. Um, I watched Fight Club, and Good there was movie. there was another. Yeah, fuck, it was great. And there was another one in there. I've watched three that you've recommended. And I you recommend were, one movie. You were, watch, you were supposed to watch a third movie. I said, and you flat out got indignant. What movie was it? I can't remember, but you definitely got indignant about it. Go. But I've re- I've watched multiple <laughs> movies that you have recommended to me, and you you couldn't do me the courtesy of watching one movie that I asked you to watch. The movie was not available anywhere. That's that is f- factually incorrect. I love having these conversations with Steve because there's always just dead air in, in the middle. It's on Hulu right now. It's on Hulu. Interstellar no, is on Hulu. I've yeah, watched all, it on Hulu. It's on Hulu with commercials. You can't watch a, a movie like, a movie like that with commercials. Then pay for the Hulu without commercials. <laughs> I'm, I'm using your Hulu. Why am I going to pay? I for have Hulu? the Hulu without commercials. If you were watch, <laughs> if you were paying, if you're using mine, which I would totally allow, you would be using the one without commercials. I pay the extra seven dollars a month, whatever exactly. it is, to avoid like the commercials. You're- you're turning red. I watched the movie. I, 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 I just couldn't believe you, you didn't remember when I told you this. It was long, but it was good. No, I you, this is verbatim what you told me because we've actually had this conversation multiple times. It was I watched the, the abridged version because it was too long. Yeah, I said that to mess with you. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I don't believe you in the slightest. So you're back. You're you're going back because I called you out on uh, not watching the shit that I recommended when I I watched the shit oh, that no, you no, recommended. No, no, no. I, I. I don't go back on anything. Uh, I'll st- I'll stand my ground, one hundred percent on any subject that I'm at. I'm not gonna even if I'm wrong. I'm not backpedaling. No, I watched it. I thought it was good. Matthew McConaughey was Matthew McConaughey as usual. The one character I did feel sorry for in the entire movie was the son. I you know to be waiting the there. Son. Yeah. Let me hold on. Let me it make was my the case. Daughter, man. 
No, not the was, daughter. What are, the da- what are you talking about? The daughter's the one who wouldn't come out of the fucking house when he was leaving. The daughter's the no, one no, who no, he no. was communicating. I'm talking about the son not wanting to leave the family farm when she was burning down the corn, you psycho. Oh but you didn't let me finish God. my point. You feel bad for that kid? <laughs> You're feeling bad for the wrong kid. Who cares about that idiot? <laughs> no, no, it's not the son. No, dude, I'm trying to tell you about the part because he's so stuck in that. I thought that was good writing on the, on their part to, for yeah, that transition. The entire movie was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> entire movie was incredible everything you're saying is incredible listen i thought it was good christopher nolan yeah why not you're gonna go see his new movie um i just i'm seeing a leak right now that's from a very credible source that the xbox series s mm-hmm. will be will be revealed at 299 dollars this is and this is from an incredibly that was the source. oh what's who's the source deserto uh, the S is the lower spec version, not the discless version. Correct. That's the discless. The discless version is the S, okay. I believe. I, I, to be fair, I, I knew this at one point and then uh, have forgot it since. But I'm looking at the image right now, and it looks to be what looks like the Xbox, right? That we saw, uh, but without a without a CD drive. So without a disc drive. Two twenty nine is not a bad price. Two ninety nine. That's cheaper than a Switch, oh. I think, isn't it? That's significantly yeah. cheaper than what the last gen consoles released at. Even if this is the spec down model, then uh, well, I mean, I guess if it is the spec down model, then probably just keep your Xbox Series or what the fuck is this? Th- what is the one that I have called? Wait, uh, yeah. I have the You're Xbox okay, Xbox One Series what X. X- oh, Xbox right One X. I'm trying to because <laughs> the Xbox naming scheme got so convoluted and stupid that it doesn't make sense right, anymore. Please stop saying Xbox. If it sounds like you're about to have a stroke right now, but that's what that's what we're talking about. So, Wait, which version of the uh, of that console do you have? The Xbox One X. What the, the highest version you could buy. <laughs> I, just the naming scheme get, just lost the plot, man. Why we couldn't have gone Xbox One, Xbox Two? Like, give me stop fucking putting other words in your t- in your fucking name. PlayStation got it right. PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, the PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four. Next up, man. You know what? We didn't go PlayStation thirteen seventy seven. We went PlayStation Five because that's good marketing. Holy shit! You okay, bud? I'm just angry at the whole Xbox situation. <laughs> it was amazing because um, we said it like three times in a row. And of course, you have to say it to talk about what we're talking about. But it's just like the Xbox. What, which version of the Xbox do I have? I don't even know which Xbox. Xbox. You know what? Two two ninety nine. Not yeah, bad. It's much less power than the Xbox Series X and will play same games as part of Microsoft's smart delivery device. Mm. Um, so this is the sh- this is the shitty version. Um, but yeah, uh, Gfinity Esports just broke it too. So. We're gonna be a day late behind on this one, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This. At any rate, yeah. I was gonna say, moving on. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm we not are a pro PC podcast, and not yeah, even was- politically correct, but I guess somewhat. You know, what? I did. Like, <laughs> I like the coolers. I will say this: I like the design of the Xbox uh, Series X, I like the internals and how they did that. I think they're heading in the right, right direction in regards to thermals. Obviously, I don't know enough about that stuff until it's in in front of me and how looking at it to see sure. what it's going to be like when it overheats. 
I'm it's not that I'm burnt out on it, man. It's just at this point, it's time to play. You know, it's time to see what we're doing here. I just want to see what's next. And also, I'm kind of sad thinking about my PS4 not being the most underutilized thing in my house and then the Xbox 5 becoming that. So, I mean, the PlayStation 5 becoming that. But who gives a flying well, no, ass the, ass? The PS4 just holds that title now. It's just even less utilized than it was now. <laughs> it just it sits over there, man. Or I the, Linux, it, the Linux PS3. Oh man, I turned that thing on the other day and it made a weird, weird sound. I was like, unplugged <laughs> it right away. <laughs> Get out of here. Listen, listen, I, I want to talk to you about something that I know that you're not an expert in, but you always have really good insights about this, man. And uh, because of the business aspect, so we wanted to save it for the show. Let's get into this Nick Merck's nade shot thing, right? Sure, go so, ahead. Lay it out for me. I, I know nothing about this. I, you are way more involved in, in keeping way more in track than I am because, to be fair, I was I was never really a big fan of Nate Shot even when he was a pro player. So, all right. Well, uh, I'm not I'm not going to be able to give you guys a compromise. Uh, I mean, not a compromise. A concise back history for these two guys, but I will tell you this: comprehensive, comprehensive. Thank you. Uh, they had a business venture with each other early on, early days of 100 Thieves. Uh, Nick Merckx came out. Sounds like that he had signed to them, and then he was doing some stuff with them. He actually moved to LA. He was running mm-hmm. pretty tight with shot for a while and they were just doing the scenester thing out there and then at some point because of the things that uh, nick Merckx was doing in the background i guess he was offered five percent of the company by nate shot not unheard of right something that boys do between each other it's like hey man you've really been here for me you've really been doing a lot of promoting for the company apparently uh according to both of them nick Merckx was sitting on a lot of meetings and not just some guy sitting in a meeting like he had some input he was allowed to speak at the table okay and uh that business deal of course legendarily went sour and <laughs> nick Merckx has said everything but i'll f that dude up if i see him in public again and he's been very stand-up guy about it just saying like nah no business with them he's like you know what he did was wrong that's it doc a few months ago tried to introduce the uh the option of reconciliation between the two of them and nick Merckx. this is while they were on stream with each other doc nick Merckx, and he's just kind of like brush it off someone asked him again recently like what would it take for you and nade shot to really reconcile, could you guys be friends? And he, you know, Nick Merckx went into a kind of monologue about the values of life and the importance of forgiveness. And I thought he was setting us up to be like, but I'll never forgive that motherfucker. <laughs> but he literally said like, yeah, of course. He's like, there is potential for me to forgive him, but I can't forget. Sure. Like, I can't, he's like, I can't forget promises made and then promises not kept. Also, I think there is a bit to go with it that has to do with culture and upbringing. Nick Merckx is a Midwestern guy. I can vouch for a lot of those dudes. That is something that is very ingrained into who they are as people. Like, your word is supposed to be your, your word. Like, yeah. Yeah. Strong as oak. They should be able to trust you. But now from a business aspect, this is what we were. What I wanted to talk to you about. How would you have gone about it differently? Like, if you're in Nate Shots position, because the way I'm looking at it is sometimes you can speak and say you want to do something that really isn't in your power i don't know where 100 thieves was uh financially but i know they had investors and he can't just be giving away five percent of the company so take it away zach so again i don't know the the backing and the the financials behind 100 thieves i know the fact that they have investors 
Um, I, I know that the company's not hurting at the moment, right? They decided yeah. to not join the Call of Duty League because of the entry fee and because he has responsibilities for people. How much of the how much of 100 Thieves does Nade Shot own? That's the question, right? Because right. he wouldn't be giving uh, Nick Merck's five percent of the company. He'd be giving Nick Merck's five percent of what he owns, right? Is essentially right. how he would be allowed to do that. Um, right. Yeah, I. I Listen, uh, he's built a he built a fantastic company in 100 Thieves, one of the best apparel brands within the gaming space, if not the best apparel brand within the gaming space. Um, they are announcing a Valorant roster. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. That's like a lot of big news and big topics there. Um, is 100 Thieves competitive in any other esport? I don't think they are. Right, I think they're a content creation team, almost akin to what Phase was for a few years when they were out of the out of the Call of Duty scene before they got back into COD and then into into Counter Strike and, and had success within Counter Strike. Um, you know, I, I think 100 Thieves at points has has an identity crisis. Is really what the issue I th I see with 100 Thieves. We'll get to the five percent thing in a few. Um, I, I think that 100 Thieves either needs to say that they're an esports organization or they're a content team with uh, with an apparel or an apparel company with a content team. Um, you know, I think they need to lay out what exactly they are because they were initially an esports organization, right? They went in and, yeah. and either won champs last year in Call of Duty or, or came in second. They were very, very good. Um, you know, I think that, that needs to be solved first. Now, the Nick Merckx deal... If what Nick Merckx says is 100% the truth, I have no reason not to trust Nick Merckx. I've never watched the guy. I've, I've, I know what he sounds like because I've heard him speak in the backgrounds of other people's streams, but I've never personally watched his content. I, I, well, I to be fair, I did watch his his uh, game room reveal because it shit was is sick. Um, it's amazing. The house, the entire house is amazing. Yeah, I mean the guy does, the guy does a good business, right? So I, th I feel like he should be rewarded for that. And I think that's that's appropriate. Um, but if what he says is is one hundred percent the truth, I don't think he he should ever forgive or forget what Nate Shot did. I think that's super shitty. Um, I knew he repped the brand for a long time, and I knew he's a very very popular figure and and a powerhouse within the Twitch and and streaming and YouTube community at this point. Ah man, I think uh, I, I think it's really shitty if that happened. Now, if Nick Merckx is overplaying it, I think it's at some point he he should. Um, move past it, and they should they should do content together because I think it's good. I think it's good for everybody. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, the company was going to be where it is today without Nick Merckx involved. But if Nick Merckx was a founding father and and helped pave those pave that way, he deserves to be compensated for it. No, one hundred percent. I think a I think a clean break is possibly the best in my opinion. Like maybe it's already both brand. It's already yeah. Done. Uh, both brands are doing good on their own. Here's the one thing that catches me out about this type of stuff, right? The, there's usually a level of sincerity that comes through when a person is angry. And then sometimes there's also a good tell how sincere a person is, the way they react to disappointment and stuff like that. And uh, I am not a trained body language reader. And I don't even think those guys get certificates either. They're pretty much witch doctors, in my opinion. But there is a certain way that Nick Merckx has approached the situation where it led me to believe that what he was saying was not untrue, that sure. he just sees it just he just kind of sees it as like, yo, man, you had a chance to be a stand up guy about this. And I think Nate Shot in his own way is being stand up because here's what he doesn't do. Nate Shot doesn't shit on Nick Merckx's name. Now, some people might think that's an omission to guilt, but it also could be like, hey, this dude's twice my size. 
there are real consequences in life for speaking when you speak out of term. But anytime it comes up, Nature just says, you know, there was some money involved. There's still kind of a legal aspect to this. He's like, I'm not really going to speak on it to fuel any uh, any negativity. But he was on stage with someone, Nate Shot, being the him, and his buddy spoke up for him. And I guess maybe his buddy spoke out of turn, uh-huh. and Nick Burks had that fool on the phone if everything he said is true that day. He was like, don't get me his agent. Don't get, get me get his me agent's agent. Get me him sure. So so I can correct him on what he just said. And I always – I think we're, you and I are both – two very straight speaking guys <laughs> like and that's exactly how i would Scott like to handle that a lot thing. of trouble Scott <laughs> in a lot of trouble <laughs> but the business man the business part about it like when i say the clean break man just think about if he would have still been tied to 100 thieves you don't know i mean he would have been as big right but who knows if he would have been the mercs that people love today right on his own so here's the thing was he the same person when he was with 100 thieves yes I th- right here's what? the answer to that question the short answer to that question is yes Right, because mm-hmm. if he had changed drastically since then, there would there would be all sort of talk about it, right? Yeah, and yeah. you know, Nick Marks is only doing this to because of that, and all, like, no, I'm assuming he's still the same person, right? I don't think either of them mutually needed the other one, but it would help both brands for them to be a part of each other's lives, right? No. and that I'll never say no to. But also, I don't think either person needs the other person. That's it. Right, Nayshot was huge, like the biggest thing in esports for the longest time. Right, he didn't need someone else to build the brands. Right, yeah. the same question is: is, is would Optic been, have been bigger if Nayshot and Hex stayed together? Right, that's that's a similar question. Right, because they what do you they, think? they built the brand together. No, I think I think I think it goes the same direction. Um, okay. I just think that they, they're partners in Huntsman now. Right, that, that's the only direction I think it goes. Um, but you know, I don't think that either of them mutually needed the other one. It would have just been nice. That's it. You know, it's funny, man. When I think about these type of like, <laughs> you call them power duos, but like, ah, this is wasted on you. I was about to make a music reference. I was like, he probably doesn't even know who these guys. You know, who the hip hop group Outcast is. I know who Outcast is. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Big boy Andre three thousand, right? Yep. Both individually talented on their own. I could listen to an album. I think Andre 3000's top 10 greatest rappers of all time. He's in, to, he's in that conversation, though. Let he's, me, he's, he's in the conversation for a lot of people. I've heard that in the list. He's on Eminem's top, he's on Eminem's top list sure. of top three of, uh, of MCs, I believe. I don't know if that's changed at all. I would put him probably in my top 10, but I would put Big Boy a little bit higher over really? him. Really? Yeah. And only because of delivery and cadence and stuff like that. I think they work uh, great together, but I think Big Boy is probably the better lyricist. Andre is definitely a better musician True. in regards to like what he envisions for the album and what he envisions for the track. He's that guy that's like, hey, we can push for live acoustics in this, right? We can. Mm-hmm. We don't have to use a loop in it. But do they need each other to be outcast? No. Yeah, they don't need to be. They don't need to be each other in, in each other's lives to make great music. They make great music together, but they both made an album each on a double CD where they didn't work with each other once, which was the last album. And then they went their separate ways. I think they're still doing good on their own. Same thing. Now, when you look at a dynamic like Biggie and Puffy, they needed each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> Biggie needed someone to promote him, and Puffy needed someone to validate him to get him where he was absolutely need each other for that business assessment uh for that business arrangement it's just weird because i would like to see nade and nick merck stream together because i think 
it would be a funny it would be a funny game to watch right sure. because as funny as the uh, nick Merckx is i actually like watching nate shot stream because it's not like he's really cracking that many jokes but he's just that good at talking shit like when ninja was giving him a hard time like just to hear him say man would you just shut up like would you like, would you just yeah please, just shut up and actually he's got some good he's got some good kills i've seen it's a, anyway i'm not gonna fanboy out on it but it would be great to see them team up together i'd actually like to see them play with doc again but that's never gonna happen in this lifetime it can't it, it literally it cannot really happen can. right it cannot happen twitch twitch will make a stand on that all these people are saying like oh the big five need to to go stand in up. go in just go play with doc but there's a reason they're not right there's a reason they're not their lawyers have contacted twitch lawyers and and this is what's happening if that happens right I don't even think you can you you can't even play Doc's videos on Twitch right now. I think is where we're at, um, yeah. the, that legal dispute. But uh, this is common, right? Um, yeah. I, Ice Poseidon had gotten banned from Twitch and still is banned from Twitch, and he cannot appear in a Twitch stream. There were people that left Twitch because of it because they were part of his group and went yeah. to YouTube and Mixer and, and all these other things because they could not stream with him if he was on if they were on Twitch, and that's the case at the moment. So. It's interesting the doc situation because he just recently came out. Someone asked him a question on live stream too, and he was just like talking say. about the, the the anxiety of it all, and like there's just certain tells about someone when they're recapping their story or their their version of the story, yeah. and to hear him say that he had anxiety over it, that's typically not something you hear someone say who's dealing with a level of guilt. There are other mechanisms they use to, to kind of deflect from talking about their feelings. But I can't imagine. I cannot imagine what it means, what it is to be him right now. $20 million out. Just gone as um, if it never existed. Man, he made a lot. He, he's making a lot of money streaming, dude. Um, he is. Not $20 million. I give you that. Yes. But I feel like the longevity of a of a streamer is really dependent on how good their how good their uh, entertainment is and yeah. how much it evolves over time. And that's where Doc is is very very good. He evolves constantly. So no, I, go ahead. Doc will eventually get signed to a new streaming platform once the Twitch situation is figured out. My guess is that Twitch is going to have to pay him fifty percent of whatever the contract was worth. Um, yeah. If Doc didn't do anything illegal. Right. If yeah. he had done something illegal and that's why they banned him, then then yes, that's 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 that. And he'll go to another platform and maybe YouTube won't sign him exclusively, but that's where he is now, right? Um right. but if it comes out that Twitch was there's something happened, it was a miscommunication, you know, a number of things, and Twitch fucking pulled the trigger too fast and banned him for no reason, he gets fifty percent of that money and signs exclusively for more money to YouTube. Yeah, and he sues them for damages as well, and to pay his legal oh, fee. Man, if he get fifty percent of the, his contract was ten million dollars, I don't think he gets damages for that. And if he settles, if he settles for the ten million, but you can also put, you can have a, an arbitrator come in there and say, "Hey, also, I need to be recouped sure. for these billable hours that my, my lawyer put in." Because sure. it costs money every time you speak to one of those people on the phone. I agree with your assessment one hundred percent. You know what's crazy about? this entire thing is that it has not talking about doc has not impacted the level of content he puts out no which speaks his professionalism man like there's some people you know them they just ball up and you know just curl up and die in these type of situations and there are other people who are like well i still got to get up still got to feed my family like yep. bills, my bills don't go away you know i don't know yeah i don't no. i man I, I wish i knew what what the actual reasoning was 
everyone i've heard multiple people since that it happened is like oh i know the reason but i'm not talking about it and i i believe that someone out there knows the reason right i believe doc knows it i believe twitch knows it i believe the lawyers on both sides knows it and i believe there's a third party source out there that knows it but no one is willing to talk about it yeah if it was something criminal this is the only thing they're in california he's in california I believe that there's no statute of limitations on certain sex crimes <laughs> in California. Sure. So if it was something criminal, they would have he'd be in cuffs, and that would be in the mainstream media. Like there is no sure. NDA, and there is no NDA that you can sign that's going to hold up if a person decides to press charges. Like correct. that has to, correct. There, that, that's that public. Has, it's in the, it's it's in the court of law, which is which is a public institution. Absolutely. Yeah, Bill Cosby thought he was going to get away with that, and lo and behold, the judge was like, no, you can't make someone sign something like this sure. after you accosted them. So I don't think it's something criminal. I do agree with your first assessment when we talked about it. There was something that might have maybe Doc stepped out of bounds in regards to his contract, overextended himself, and they spanked them. Or it really is just you know Twitch, Amazon playing smart business. Like, hey, we don't need to do this. Sure. We don't. We don't need to do this anymore, you know, and I, that is typically how companies work. I've seen people be in the same situation where it's like, yeah, I know we have a contract with you, but we're willing to keep this in legislate. We're willing to take this to court and keep you tied up in court for years. Litigation for as long as it takes. Yeah. 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 That has nothing. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know where the where the end is, but it, it settles quietly out of yeah. court. In the next six months, six to eighteen months. Oh, man, imagine if we're there. If we're doing that good as a channel, like we get to school, we show up. <laughs> I'm just hanging outside with a trench coat. They grab me because obviously like, I'm, I'm like, a black sir, in a trench coat. Sir, sir, do you have any? Do you have any comment, uh, Mr. Beam? Do you have any comments? <laughs> no, no. Okay, Doc. No, okay. All right, just gonna try both personalities. Okay. <laughs> Just get out of there. Oh, man. Just turn around and run. <laughs> just, oh, there's one talk. <laughs> like the, the gif of Alex Jones turning and running across the street. Dude, where is Alex Jones, man? Alex Jones is on InfoWars, man. Still is. Still still always will be. They just fucking deplatformed him off of everything on the internet. <laughs> you sound a little angry about that. I don't like when anyone gets deplatformed. I don't agree with any of the guy's policies or, or thoughts or anything that he says, but I still don't think it's fair to deplatform someone even if a lot of the shit they're saying is, is absolutely ridiculous especially but. if they're flat earthers i think we need to increase their is platform he flat, is he a flat earther no he's not but oh, okay. it would be amazing, it would be amazing if he was because that would be the thing that makes me go to that website as it is right now i assume that's riddled with key loggers and all types of things that i'm not gonna allow on my computer so i'm not going there dude but someone brought up to me that you showed them the flat earth thing by the way and they like it was it was just amazing. He was like, "Yeah, they kept talking about it, and they just kept saying flat." Well, it, it wasn't me though. It was Shane. It was Shane. I'm the one who linked it ultimately because it was like, "Hey, find this video." All right. It was funny. It's it's a very funny video, man. That guy that we've shouted out fucking all gas no breaks a, a hundred times. He's put out a new video recently. Um, but yeah, it's it's good content, man. It's good. It's good. Content. It's funny shit. It's funny shit. I, I, I got to tell you, folks, go ahead and click on it and just watch it turn from funny to dark. Because there's a point where you start to notice that there is a a theme, a theme. <laughs> there are some Venn diagrams that are just circles on top of each other. Absolutely. It's, it's very good, though. He, he makes inf incredible content. 
dude. Uh, so I know you didn't finish the boys season one, or at least I'm wait. I should one episode. Of, I'm one episode off of finishing it. I, I don't care for it. You it's, don't care for it anymore. No, I just it it got too fucking superhero-y for me at the end. Uh, well, super super powery, I guess, because they're not heroes. Yeah. Let's be fair. No, no um, they're, they're, they're and amazing. It, it just got it just got boring. I guess. I, I don't what know. was the last thing you remember in the one of your last episodes? Did you see Homelander? Uh, basically jump out of a plane and leave a bunch of people to die. Yeah, I saw that. Alright, so that's that that is why I like the show because even in the comics, they are the worst heroes. Like sure. they're in, they're in the comic they're corporate heroes. It makes sense. Oh yeah. And I mean they're bad at it. But there's a part in the comic books where they actually try to go to prevent, I believe it's 9-11 and they make the entire situation worse. Worse. Like <laughs> they just make it all worse. But season two is coming out. I I believe it released uh on the Friday, fourth, the fourth, the fourth. Yeah, I have not started binging it yet. Obviously, I've been committed to playing Avengers uh, like a professional that I am through and through. But uh, I'm gonna go deep into this, and I'm gonna go deep into this for one reason. Okay, I am. Professionals generally that? aren't biased, but uh, go ahead, the boys. I'm sorry. Wait, how am I biased? You even said you were. You said you were. I asked you if you could give me an an unbiased, like legitimate review. No, but I'm still playing it like a professional. No, 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 but you said like a professional. Professionals are generally unbiased, but okay. No, that's not true. Everyone has bias. No, not not always. What? It's a general part of your psychological makeup. Everyone has bias, whether they whether they admit it or not. So you can't look at anything objectively at all. You can't look at anything for what it is and give you and give a yeah, non-biased things, review. But looking at things object objectively, just that's a learned trait. That's something you learn how to do. Bias sure. is built into you. So yes, okay. but I'm yeah, saying so, you could look at things objectively and not have a bias, right? Yeah, I know that. You're saying that I can't look at the Avengers. You, you told bias. me you couldn't. You told yeah. me last week on the show that you know this isn't a game that you can look at without a bias. Like you're gonna love it no matter what because it's an Avengers game. Yeah. 100 okay. but if i wanted to be objective about it i can give you objectively what's wrong about the game but i can still love it at the same time no i asked you last week for an objective non-biased review and you told me you could no, no, not no. do that you said i need to find someone that can give me an objective opinion after i had you... asked you about it and you said that you couldn't give me a non-biased review actually my rebuttal in there was like yeah that's not me that's or not gonna be same shit. whatever i don't care i'm not gonna sit <laughs> and argue with you about it um <laughs> that's that's not me but sure. I'm looking forward to <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the boys season two, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm looking forward to it. Because okay. there's a certain level of writing that comes with writing a show and a comic book. And this show is gonna transition into a higher level of writing and acting out the scenes and the scripts. So they did do a little uh sex bending on the show. They turned one of the characters into a woman, but I actually think that works. Were extremely. they a male in the first season? No, so when I say sex oh, meeting, they, from they, the they comic, written, from the comic, yeah, from okay. original source material. Sure. So, but and here's the thing: I can't go into this without spoiling it because I don't want to ruin it for anyone else. You'll know exactly who it is once you watch the first episode. But the thing that's going to be really great about this is I know where this is all trending to, and I absolutely love the creator of the comic book and who's on the show as well because the man's a complete psycho. He's willing to turn the entire theory of superheroes upside down on its own head just to prove a point that you can write something that shows imperfections and okay. godlike godlike characters. And I'm, I'm just gassed on it, man. I'm gassed on it. And I love talking to other people 
who enjoy the show too because it's like there's a chance where you could stick so closely to the source material we don't leave any chance for like creativity game of thrones tried this as well but they're like hey we're gonna try to do a little bit of our own thing when we're doing this but it didn't translate as well sure they pulled it off so far in season one with the boys i want to see where they're gonna go with homelander's story with his son because as, as much as I, I i'm trying to remember if that was actually something in the the original source material there are also some peripheral characters that are hanging around homelander and i want to see if they're going to play out exactly the same way the boys did and the thing that people forget about the show is homelander and the crew they are actually not the star of the shows the actual boys the bounty hunters uh-huh. they're the ones you should be paying the most attention to and i think they nailed it in season one and i cannot wait to see how far these guys are willing to go in season two i know okay. you're not familiar with the comic book at all but there's one thing that they did in season one where i thought it also this was another good sex bend they changed uh so you know the uh the australian dude the british guy or whatever the the lead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the lead bounty yeah. hunter for sure so the guy who trained him and basically uh, recruited him into their little motley crew. Okay. The, you remember when they're talking about two children getting burned in a fire and they're looking for one superhero who's retired? He's like the the lamp holder or something like that. They keep mentioning him. Vaguely, just re- sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically here's the darkest part of the boys besides Homelander eating two babies. This guy set someone else's kids on fire. Mm-hmm. And that's what sets this entire series of events into motion. And I want to see how, if they're going to go back to that. Because eventually when the story crescendos, that plays a huge part in it. And I just, okay, I, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see how they're going to map all this stuff out. Someone I'm really interested in, to getting back on the show to talk to him about it once it concludes is Mears is to talk to Fat, Matt, Fat Mantis. Because it's, I don't know. How they're gonna keep it all together for season two? I'm excited talking so about. Are they it. releasing the episodes weekly, or is it all out right now? I believe it's all out for consumption right now. Okay. okay. For consumption, you should finish that last episode, man. Uh, I like this is again a thing where you're asking me to do things that I'm just not going to enjoy. I just don't enjoy the entire genre of anything to do with superpowers. So, I, I, I mean, I, I could, but it's just something that I know going into it, I'm not going to like. So, Open your mind, man. Broaden your horizons. You as look, as you if watch I haven't Hawk. watched so much superhero bullshit in my life, going, <laughs> man, maybe this will be the one that makes me want to fucking like all of this other garbage. <laughs> and I, we're just doing another thing now. It's just like, I, I get it. I totally understand the the love and, and respect for the comics and, uh, and the, the translation from that into the movies and TV shows and video games. I, it's just not for me. I, I, I know my limits of, of where I where and what I like, and it's just not it. That's because you suffer from something called weakness. No, it's because I, I just don't like the genre. So I, I just, I wouldn't like it in any facet, right? There's other genres. Well, not as many genres as I hate as much as this one. Um, but hate, like, is a, hate is a strong word. Have you ever considered the depth in which you're using it? Like to actually hate or loathe or something like you have like yeah, a physical. It, it, it brings me physical pain to actually sit through and watch the bullshit that, I, that, that you recommend to me. Right. All of the superhero stuff and the Marvel. Stuff, I just I, it, I hate every single moment of it. I would rather be doing so many other things than watching anything to do with superheroes i often have that same reaction to the things that come out of your mouth and think about smacking you but i just i pull it back in i pull it in i pull it in and i get through it i get through it man 
I get through it. There is one thing that you did recommend to me that I watched and I thought it was pretty funny. It's usually a YouTube video that you uh, that you send commonly. There was also some memes that you sent. I was like, this is probably going to be re- all types of dumb, but thought it was funny. You I sent try, me one I, thing. I try to cater my stuff to, to my audiences. I really <laughs> do. <laughs> I was like, I actually looked at one thing, laughed out loud that you sent me today while I was working with <laughs> was someone. It the, was it the salt one? <laughs> <laughs> There's the salt one. Yeah, but I, I'm listen, I'm going to cater my own. I'm not going to come up to you and recommend you like movies about building cars, right? Or TV shows about building cars. It's no, just, actually, it's just like, I, I like that type of stuff. I like watching good. shows about, see, I'm what you would call someone that can sit down and appreciate things outside of my comfortability realm. It's what I've been trained to do. I'm a well-adjusted adult. Okay. I've watched shows about, you know, cars being built. Not a big car my, guy myself, but there was the, uh, something to do with one of those indie things. And I watched a docu-series on one of those. And I was like, wow, I didn't think these guys were athletes. Well, oh, um, Formula One Drive to Survive. Is, is that it, what it's called? Is that is that what you, is it about the F1 season? There was two seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Fantastic yeah. show. It's what got me into F1. It's what got I me into just, F1. I, I just like, I like the camera quality. Very I like good. Uh, the storytelling like is good. Storytelling is good. I'm really, really interested in the pit teams. Those were the guys that kind of caught my interest of the whole thing because I didn't Incredible. realize the skill level it takes. I mean, obviously, there is a tangible skill level that comes with it, sure. but you don't realize how much goes into the coordination, keeping the, the car, the uptake, how much money they spend for those laps per lap is amazing oh, man. to me. You got to imagine some of the budgets are in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. For- I don't know how they get I don't know how they get a return on that. That car must be made of heroin. I'm not sure how they make money off of it, to be honest um, with you. Sponsorships and, and selling Mercedes. <laughs> you know, Mercedes is on the side of the fucking F1 car, and, and Lewis Hamilton wins, you know, five out of seven races this year or something. And everyone's like, all right, we'll get a fucking driver Mercedes like Lewis Hamilton. But you know what? That's a man. I'm, I'm going to try to short the respect it deserves. Formula One, NASCAR, all that stuff. COVID proof, in my opinion. I know sure. that a lot of it is having the crowd there, and that looks really great on uh, ESPN or wherever it's broadcasted. But there is something really cool about watching the races now with no fans there. Yeah. And it's just like just watching the cars pure thing. race. Yes. And, and yes. Formula and Indy and all the other different Formula 1, 2, and 3s, like all of that way above NASCAR. Right. NASCAR yeah. in itself is a hard sport. Don't get me wrong. The cars are 170 degrees inside. You're in them for five and a half hours. You, you like yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of things like they're impossible to fucking control unless you're a NASCAR driver. Right. There's a lot of yeah. things that go into NASCAR, but it's a circle. Right. They're in an oval and that's it. There's some road courses which are the best races of the year, but there is no oval track for formula. Right. Formula One is through a legitimate course. And, you know, they're racing in, in France at Spa or Belgium at Spa. And they're racing in Germany at the Nürburgring. Like they're racing in racing in Monaco. Like they're really racing at the best of the best tracks. And to watch the people who are in the best cars to do it and are the best of the best is, is, is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things, though. Um trying to think of something that i can uh, equate it to that never really caught on i think we had talked about this before kickboxing yeah so i feel as if though with kickboxing unlike car racing that if it had someone to really like drive the marketing and people could understand mm-hmm. what goes into kickboxing specifically kickboxing american kickboxing 
getting recruited by a team, getting put out there, how good you have to be before your name even comes up in a conversation. On a marquee like, or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, but at any rate, so yes, I do watch things that uh, that you send me. I enjoy the the salty meme, and I was oh, just bringing that. Up. that <laughs> Did you just do a back salty? <laughs> This is how I feel about you. <laughs> I just I don't like the genre, man. I never have either, and I can never get into it. I've tried on many occasions. I can never see, get that's, into it. That's the allure of recommending things to you. What if I'm the guy that gets you to like one but that's thing? Like, that's the same thing where the where girls like, man, I'm gonna fix that guy. I'm gonna fix him. <laughs> no, 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 that's no, no, no. It's the that's same late. shit. <laughs> it's literally late. the same thing. <laughs> late, ladies, listen. Hold on, I'm trained in this. I let me speak to the audience right now. Ladies, you're not gonna fix him. I was talking to someone else about that. <laughs> he's not gonna change. No, there's no reason <laughs> he, to. He, he's never gonna get a job. It wasn't the boss's fault that he got fired. It isn't that he's misunderstood. He didn't have a, a hard run of it. It's you know, he's an asshole. And you need to leave now. Getting your buddy to enjoy one superhero movie in his life is not the same as some poor woman being stuck to. Same Chad, thing. it's the same Chad thing because you're gonna you're gonna keep trying and keep trying, and I'm just not gonna like it. it it's just you gonna like get Joker. So typically, but we're, it's we're cinema. That's cinema. That's yeah, that's not a I fucking superhero. I, I know. <laughs> that's, I and I liked the phrasing, so I'm gonna use it. That's that I'm wasn't sorry. a superhero. I'm sorry, the word is pronounced cinema, and you're gonna no, say it yes, it's the cinema. But this is the last thing I'm going to say about the boys. I can understand why people are going to jump ship, though, in season two. Because after a while, it's a slow burn to the point where you, it feels like repetition. Like, so, all right, we're well into it. We know they're jackasses. We know they're evil. We, they do heinous things. They've created supervillains and antagonists for themselves. We're going to get to see the inner workings of evil corporations, things that we've already been exposed to on television. True. I think what's going to keep people around for this one is how can it all end? Which is usually a good thing for a show like this. That's what kept people around for Breaking Bad, in my estimation, in my opinion. Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones, same thing. It's but Breaking Bad, I think, I think Game of Thrones, I think uh, Breaking Bad is better because people started to jump ship on that show. When I say people are very few amount of people, uh -huh. like season three, they were just talking about, oh, it's kind of monotonous. You know what's yeah, going on? Man, I gotta finish Breaking Bad. I really do. Um, I thought a, see, I, I thought season three was good. That's when you get introduced to Gus. I, that's mm. when you get introduced to a lot of the different plot lines of what's actually happening behind the scenes. I think, but I don't think people spend enough time considering the character. Like in their mind, it's just about Walt going down, uh, down the the drain, right? Sure. But you can see there are other things going peripherally, and it isn't so much that he's uh going down. It's literally the name of the show. You're watching him go to the next level of his evolution as a villain let's sure. call him what he was walt was the perfect villain because you felt bad for him you got to watch him go on this journey but it was you know early on in the show you saw that he had the the intensity and the capacity to kill you yeah. know like he, like right. within the first season or something i think he killed someone right yeah 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 the, season, the kid, is he, it season two that he um he like blows up the guy's fucking compounds or is yeah. that season one I think that's no season one. I'm pretty sure he blows up a drug dealer's thing, yeah, but he yeah, also yeah, 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 remember yeah. they had that one guy chained up for a little while and he had to make up his mind if he was going to kill him. And he finally fucking kills him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Then there's a, very good. That, yeah, very good show. He, so he, lets, think, uh, he lets the guy's girlfriend die next to him. Um, yeah, there's that, a, that, that was, was a brutal scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot he of paid for all the, He paid for all those guys to get killed in prison by the Nazis. That I haven't gotten to yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. That it didn't happen. It's not a real thing. 
Man, the, the worst kind of person, huh? <laughs> the absolute worst kind of fucking person. It's not a spoiler six years later. Well, but it's a spoiler if I'm watching it and haven't seen it. That's you a spoiler. I, I thought your reaction was, it's a spoiler to me. <laughs> you scream, hang up the show. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't care that much. But it's a six-year-old show. If I haven't watched it by now, I guess I, I get deserve to get it spoiled, but. Uh, but so that's the thing that I think people are going to jump ship early on the, the boys and they're going to have to really work hard to keep the audience in because we are headed for superhero fatigue, right? I think that I think Marvel knows that for sure. And that's why they're pacing back on some of the movies and COVID since they introduced it. But, uh, you we'll just, see how you just claim that Disney made COVID. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that goes deep. That goes deep. Do you like how I slid that? <laughs> it was just like, perfect. It ain't going to slide perfect by me, plan. but. Speaking of uh, <laughs> dumpster fires and uh, COVID and all these things, Zach is not in agreement with me on this at all, ladies and gentlemen. But I think from a comedy standpoint, there is no way it could be anything other but comedy. And I mean comedy like crying and pain, actually. The presidential debates. So let me tell you how I came to this, right? You you texted me, hey, big guy, I hope you have some topics, right? And, and I you just went been... scouring the internet for the the, <laughs> the depths of the bottoms of of the barnacles that are on the bottom of the fucking submarine. Did you say barnacles? Yeah, <laughs> shit that grows on boats, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I just this is a barnacle. This is a barnacle topic to me. We're getting nautical up in here, folks. No, <laughs> yeah, we're traveling at seven knots right now. <laughs> That is definitely inside boat talk right there. If you don't know, knots are measurement of speed, or is it miles? What is it exactly? It's speed on the water, yeah. And knots are actually used for air travel, I believe, as well. Are they really? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's I think it's non-land-based travel uses knots. Um, side note, never been on a boat that has need for a sail my entire life. Been on the Staten Island Ferry, been on a cruise, never been on a small boat. Well, want to do it some sailboats are big too right you can have yeah, yachts that are sailboats that are 40 50 feet long who's inviting me on their yacht Come yeah on, i'm man. not please don't invite me either i'll have to respectfully decline boats are fucking stupid zach has a lot of strong opinions <laughs> <about> <laughs> listen boats boats you know what boat stands for is break out another thousand because they're expensive fucking thing. Actually, you know, hold on. Let, let's be fair. I don't want to be the guy who owns a boat, but I'd be friends with someone who owned a boat. Like, if you if you were to buy a boat, I'd be supportive of you buying a boat. After, you'd be off that boat. <laughs> I don't know for how long. Um, I feel like if you bring me out in a boat, there's something bad going to happen. Um, one of us, we're going to start. Anyway, we're, we're on political talk now, not boat talk. Listen to me. Listen. So this is how this whole thing came about, right? I was looking at your text and i was laying in bed just you know just relaxing and i was awash with fear because as you sent me the text i saw that people were already talking about what these debates are going to be and i stopped looking at it right and Uh i thought to myself in my spirit i saw two old men two feeble old men sure making making the walk out both senile old racist men sure (laughs) making the walk out like they traditionally do at the debates, they're gonna stop. And Trump doing that that hands. weird half centaur stand. Yes, make you know they're gonna. Now this is the way it should go. They should shake hands, make their way to the podiums, and the moderator will say, "Hey, 
this is what we're going to be going over tonight. Are you guys ready for the president of debates? And it's a, like an or you know an air of classiness and respectability for the station that they're going. But what's actually going to happen is right? Trump isn't going to answer any question. Nope, that's thrown at him. He's not going to. So here's one interesting thing. I don't know if this is true. They're actually thinking about for the first time ever introducing fact checkers. Live fact checkers would be the dumbest thing I've ever heard of because the entire time Trump would be like, yeah. Yeah, you know, see, we, we got the most jobs, the most jobs we've ever had. And the guy's like, uh, Mr. President, that's just factually incorrect. We have 30 million unemployed right now. Yeah, but well, those people are losers. And then we're like, sir, you can't call these people losers. I didn't call them losers. Play the tape back. I never said they were losers. No, I never said the people, the, the dead soldiers were losers. Right. Okay. I just said that I don't like my people to get caught. And he's doing this motion with his fucking hands and his hands are always like this. I, I, just, I, don't know dude, I can't stand it, man. I can't stand it. And Biden's not going to be any better, right? I, I right. give Trump all that shit. I can't do a Biden accent. Like, I fucking... He's not going to be any better, dude. He's just that old guy, you know, that... He's not going to be any better. He's going to be up there trying to trying to spew facts, but then he's going to go off cue and start talking about children and leg hairs. So I, I just I think both it's going to be a shit show. And what's not funny about it is it's the next leader of our country for the for next four years. Right. And it becomes not funny at some point. It becomes scary. No, just listen. It's always funny. It's always funny. Just the way the Joker said it. It's always funny. You just watch people get what they deserve. You're getting what you deserve. Here's how you're getting what you deserve. Right. If you believe a man who says that he restored the economy and you know full well he inherited a healthy economy economy on an upswing right so yeah. we know that we know that that's factually true but you don't want to believe it you you know he panders to you as his base you believe what he says you get what you deserve with whatever comes next now here's the thing with biden right this is where it's going to be really sad i agree with you 100 that he's going to try to stay on cue if he pulls it off the first one he's gonna get roasted good. yes if he pulls it off the first debate he's not gonna be able to pull off the second one what I am more scared of in this instance, and this is an actual fear, so this is where my anxiety comes from. It's not internally within the country, right? It's from how externally other countries will be looking at this new perceived weakness That's, of two. Like, what you I've understand? been saying this entire presidency is is the president's a statesman. He's not, a, not supposed to be a political head, right? He's supposed to be a statesman. He's supposed to represent our country to the highest of, of their ability. And I think, I think currently either candidate does that poorly. Extremely poorly. So that's why I want to throw a third party choice out there for you. Talking with a dad, folks. This is it. We're You're the only our- one here old enough to run. I don't think I'm even old enough to run as a VP. Is there an no, age were- limit? Is there an age limit on the no, no, VP? No, no. I, I, I have a, the perfect spot for you. You're gonna be my. You're gonna be my guy. The guy that stands behind me, and everyone's like, "Well, who's 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 that guy?" <laughs> I'm like, "Don't don't worry about that guy." But this is a confidential briefing. I'm like, again, don't don't worry it, about don't that. Fucking worry. <laughs> What don't I don't want to be is I don't want to be the press secretary. I, I don't want to be that job. You would be great at that. Coming out, reading the riot act to, to the CNN people. <laughs> like, sit down, shut up, and get ready for some facts. No, you it would like be that? awful. It would be an awful like position, the, dude. You don't like the little blonde lady that comes out there and just does a... She, uh, she's <laughs> leaving, I think. <laughs> she's leaving. She, I think so. No, you think, you're thinking of Kellyanne uh, Conway. They're she's, all the same think, people to me. Um... <laughs> What I want to be is I want to be what's the uh, the Secretary of the Interior? I want to be that guy. I want to be putting up new curtains and shit. 
I would be like, like that couch should be red, not black. <laughs> but wait a second, no, no, you're supposed to be controlling the the uh, the, uh, the the United States economy. I'm like, no, no, interior, interior design. Look, what the, who, who's controlling the economy right now? <laughs> I'm telling you, could you imagine being in the White House, man? Like, just having access to those cooks at any point in the day? Oh, listen, I, I would kick him out of the kitchen. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to cook my own meal, sir. Excuse no, me. No, you can't. Get out. You can't, no, you can't do that. They're like, you know, the president doesn't do anything for himself. Well, you I'm can't not the even... president. I'm the fucking secretary of the interior. I don't even get to stay in the White House. That's a good point. What are you doing in my house at 2 o'clock in the morning kicking cooks out? But... <laughs> well, I was hungry. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? <laughs> You know what's going to even be more of a dumpster fire? <laughs> Mike Pence versus Kamala Harris. So this is literally, for some people, going to be like God. their parents who have gotten divorced, meeting for the first time. Yeah, they're, they're cut from the same cloth, for sure. They probably agree <laughs> on more of the issues than they disagree on, let's be fair. Um, well, they're corporatists. They're corp he's a neo. Uh, he's a neoconservative. Oh, she's a corporatist. They, yeah. they, you know, they, they agree they on more things than they, they'd be willing to admit to each other. And yep. probably I, I don't I don't even care. I, I think I think she's a clown just as much as he's a clown. Um, I don't like either VP at the moment. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's all going to be a shit show. And I don't I don't like that in my political discourse. Oh, I do. Uh, here at the end of the world, folks, you can trust on you can trust the fact that I'm going to be laughing up until the point where they show up to my house to get me. Because I've said too many things publicly about both parties for it not to be reacted to at this point. I also, think, I also think it's going to be interesting because we're looking at the moderator who's supposed to be a non-biased, who's supposed to be a, bi a non-biased party, and just you know help keep the debate sure. at the level it's supposed to be handled that and stay on topic and make sure people aren't going into ad hominem stuff. But it's going to be some jamoke from CNN. For exactly, sure, CNN exactly. or NBC, and it's just and like the first thing Trump's going to say is, "Well, I don't even want to speak to you, right?" And that's going <laughs> to discredit anything the moderator says. You know, Biden really has to come out and fucking literally has to like roast Trump the entire time, right? They would he would have to like say some crazy shit for because then like if I think if you say something too crazy, Trump I, he's not going to have an answer for it. He's not a very smart person, right? Well, Trump, yes. No. So, so he's, he's quick. With, he's quick with the barbs, but he can't but respond. They're all like third grade level. You go to a you go to a high school like that. He would get fucking torn apart in a high school, you know, like with the amount of like witty comebacks and 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 low blow. Like, no, I I think he's he's very low shit talker. I would out shit talk him for sure. I would make him want to like not be there anymore. And that's I what think, I think Biden has to do. Biden has to go out there and make him uncomfortable. Yeah, it's 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 hard to make a bottom feeder uncomfortable though, especially. I know. Someone, yeah. <laughs> you really have to shove them down. You literally buy that they come out and be like, "Hey, it's uh, it's the Biden show versus the fucking centaur looking dude." Everyone's gonna be like, "What?" Everyone's like Googling centaurs and not gonna realize the next ten minutes of the conversation. I'm like, holy shit! Look at him from the side. Oh, and the you cut the centaur. Oh my god. I think there's only one thing that really gets under Trump's skin is when people close to him reveal the truth about him. Like when his niece wrote that book, other people have written books about him, mm -hmm. but when she wrote the book specifically, he was hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it got underneath his skin because she's would, like, actually, oh my God. If I was buying, I'd come yeah. out carrying a copy of the book. <laughs> I would just read chapter, but I would filibuster the fuck out of it. Absolutely. Oh man. You know, it's, it's crazy because I want to form unintelligent thought about this stuff right and then every every time i try to like i can form a more intelligent thought about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich i wish i could eat right now than i can the state of the politics 
And I'm not bringing it up to depress anyone. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, I get me. the same. You're always depressed. I get the same feeling that watching the Flat Gang video because I do watch Flat Gang. Flat the top of the hat. <laughs> I get that same feeling when I watch Trump. I'm like, is this guy like a? Is Dude, he a it's... real? I just want to like. I just want to touch him. You know how people try to touch black people's hair? I want to touch Trump. Is that a thing? To see if he's like, oh, it's a real thing. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't tell you how many bars I've been in. I've just seen like a hand come out. I'm like, what's happening right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never. I've never experienced that. Zach, you you cut from a, a, a you know, different cloth. I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know how you would react to real racism if it like happened like around you. Just like well, I'm just gonna take my crab cakes and. I fuck, I fuck crab cake super heavy. <laughs> there's never enough at any social gathering. There's never enough crab cake. And then, like, when you get a crab cake sandwich, there's a really, oh, hold on. That would be way too fucking inside baseball. But you get, like, a crab cake sandwich, and, like, dude, that I'd, I'd fucking murder someone right now for one of those. You'd name one event you've ever been to where there's been enough crab cakes and deviled eggs. It's like they get together you and they're have like, don't. All of the deviled eggs that you want, dude. <laughs> But no, you show up. You show up to an event, and like you have to be the first person in line to get one of the twelve crab cakes. And like by the time you get you get the cold one, maybe the one that like everyone poked a little bit. I'm eating that one too. Oh, me too. Me too. Here's the thing: I'm not feeling ashamed. I'm usually the guy who doesn't want to be seen going up to the buffet or you know up multiple times. If there are crab cakes, I'm knocking the, the freaking bridle. <laughs> I don't have an issue with how many times I go up to the buffet. I don't want to be the first guy at any gathering. They're like, hey, food's ready. I'm never the first person. I don't know if you've noticed this. right? Yeah, I've sure. been at your house. Everyone's like, hey, your wife's like, hey, food's ready. I let everyone get up first. I don't want to be that guy, but I will go back for fourths and fifths. I don't care. And I'll, pl- I'll pile the fifth plate just as high as I piled the first plate. Are you a joke teller when you're getting like fifth plates? Like if people are looking at you, like do you tell a no. joke to ease ease it in, or do you no. just grab the plate? By that point, I'm I'm feral, <laughs> and that no one wants to no one wants to be around. I'm fucking I'm making noises. I'm grunting at people. If there's someone yeah. in front of me. I'm gonna sniff them. I went to a uh, wedding with my wife and uh, her mom's boyfriend. Gangs, most gangster move I've ever seen. They, <laughs> they were having uh, the wedding catered by like some Hawaiian restaurant. Everything oh, leading up good. to this was amazing. Yeah, their reception, uh, the uh, the wedding rehearsal dinner was great, man. Sure. Ribs, chicken, it was amazing. But there's a thing about Hawaiian food, right? It's got to be served fresh. Yes, yes. You got to eat that stuff hot, right? It's, yeah, like a, like a good pig roast. You got to have that shit hot. Yeah, yeah. He got his plate. And not only did they give him a small portion. Now, this is a 70-year-old Italian man. <laughs> they gave him a small portion of food, and it was cold. He's like, I think this is probably the loudest part of the way. He's like, this is horrible. Look at the size of this. Look at this meat. This is horrible. And I'm just. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, oh, so we're at, we're at a wedding. <laughs> it was pretty bad, though. It's all bad. It's Listen, man, it's it's all bad. It's It's all bad. Politics are bad, man. Avengers is good. Boys season two is going to be good. Tarkov tournament was good. Very good. Very good. What's also good is, and I wanted to speak about this in the beginning of the episode, and I might have Go to cut it and put it into the front of the episode. No, we, you say it right now. We're going to be re-releasing uh, the three interviews that we have done so far 
um, four interviews actually. Uh, we had yeah. cash on as well. Um, we're going to be re-releasing those for the audio listeners. If you guys made it this far, we're sorry. I really want to say this in the beginning of the episode, um, and I always I want to say it in the beginning of the last episode too. So I'm just an idiot. Um, coming out every Wednesday for the next four weeks, uh, you'll be getting a, a third episode weekly of the Talking with the Dad podcast. And it'll be old episodes and there'll be old topics in it. But, you know, you guys, I think it's some of the best content we've done. So I, you're going to enjoy it for sure. Um, How's your Twitter life going, man? Twitter life? I don't know. I mean, it's all right. Yeah, but you, you, I think you're getting kind of soft in your old age, man. Maybe you've been in the house too long. You used to really go at it on Twitter. Now no, you're just like... I, I do. You say that and like very few times <laughs> I've actually done that. Maybe twice ever. There, I can count in my head at least four times where you've come to work at the school and I'm like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, I'll just roasting this idiot on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it has happened a few times. But it, it's, Everything just, about your character screams that you're that person. Don't fight it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I fucking can't be bothered, dude. I just don't have enough time in my day to do that. It's the... It's the best part of my day, man. And I want you to join me on the dark side. I literally go through my Facebook feed, which I know is for boomers. I'll save you the time. And uh, I go through it and I just look for people to be incorrect. And I'm just laying in wait. I'm the old contrary. The the thing with the internet, arguing on the internet, is that no one will ever concede their point. Right? (laughs) Even if they were factually incorrect, it's just like they choose to believe something else. They're like, I'm just going to be an idiot. So here's the thing. I will concede on Facebook. You hit me with a screenshot of something that I've said that's incorrect. I have to do it. You know why? Because I don't want to be that guy but arguing you're a, with but, but you're not an internet person, right? I am an internet person. I know but how to like use the, the internet. Cursor, like, I get that. I get that you know how to use the internet, but you're not like one of these internet people that like, that's all that they have to do with their life. You have, other, you have things outside of the internet, you know? You know, it's weird when people say they affect uh, a positive change. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? Like volunteer and stuff? Like, no, no, but I do a lot of work on the Internet. (laughs) I tweet about the injustices going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm an influencer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, a good, some guy just got his head chopped off in Saudi Arabia for telling the truth about the regime over there. But whoa, whoa, we won't talk about that. <laughs> we won't talk about the Muslims that the Chinese are rounding up and, and cutting their hair and, and murdering. We won't talk about the uh, Wait, you mean the Chinese that uh, the, the Muslims at the China. You said Chinese. Are I just up, right? I, yeah, yeah, I just said I, yeah, so yeah, everything I said was, was correct. Um, yeah, that, that's that's nuts, by the way. No, no, no. crazy. We won't talk about the children that we found in Georgia locked up in a in a trailer that we're all missing. We won't, we'll do all those things, but black lives matter free Lebanon and the fucking, the, the Russian uh, guy that just got murdered all of those. Oh, and the Iranian wrestler that they threatened to execute that uh, Donald Trump, D- Donald Trump fucking tweeted about because of Dana white. Yeah. So um, the kids that got snatched up in Georgia, I don't know anything about the story other than that. They found a bunch yeah, they so which is a huge I, relief, like eighty kids or something is a huge, huge relief. Dude, and it's it's crazy because uh, as a parent, like you know, you see the face of your kids, like and, and how they would be in this situation. But I just want to send my praise to those agents. Sure. Yeah, I just also want to point this out. You defund the police. Well, these were federal agents, and there are no threat of being defunded. But they did rely on local intel 
to do this type of stuff. So when you talk about defunding the police, that's something that's going to be off the table right there is Intel gra- gatherings, uh, teams and stuff like that. Special teams, I believe they're called and task it's forces. Oh, have you watched the shield before? No, that is a show you would absolutely love. The shield is the sh- what is the shield? Huh? The, the shield, shield is about the shield is about these cops in LA that start off. They're just kind of like, doing whatever to get over is it like the wire it's a little bit like the wire except for this team is the like cohesively the crooked most crooked i've ever seen any cops like ever i could dig that i could dig that for sure dude there is not a drug dealer that is safe from from these guys (laughs) (laughs) if i can find the box set i'm gonna give it to you man but i don't have anything to play it on stop trying to give me dvds (laughs) Just send me to where I can stream it, dude. Is it on HBO? <laughs> HBO. I'll bring. I'll, I'll drop the box set over to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. And and the and the VHS player while you're at it. Do you, Do you have videos you want to watch? I have a VHS player. I think we might want to use it. Honestly. <laughs> I'm excited about re-releasing the uh, the interviews. By the way. I'm really Are you? excited. About yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it is some of our greatest work. Like I we agree. have great conversations with each other. We have a lot of fun. But it was really fun to do those interviews. I'm looking forward to the next round. I don't know who who we're gonna interview next though. Yeah. Who can we? Who can we interview? Well, I mean, EK came out with his uh, the Dragon Age stuff, right? So I guess that's we could true. get him back on and talk about it. I think that was that's what he was alluding to on, on the episode that are probably gonna be released very shortly. Actually, yeah. His might go first. I might might release him in the order that we did him. Yeah, so him, Desi, uh, Fat Mantis, and then um, and then Cash. So I guess we we're feel do it. we feel comfortable uh, putting Fat Mantis out there where people can uh, consume his madness. As long like. as they don't know that he's linked to me, then we're okay. Um, <laughs> what about the picture I put up on Twitter of you two embracing each other? I had super would it. never happen. <laughs> I don't like embracing anybody. To be fair, not because it's Mantis. I I would enjoy Mantis's company. I would have a drink with him, but I'm not gonna like hug the man. Oh man, remember when you can hang out with your friends? I've never had friends, to be fair. So, uh, so this has been another episode of talking with a. T- <laughs> Just leave all the <laughs> now, you know what before you go though can you send me a link of the tarkov tournament because that's something i would watch what um what perspective do you want do you want the winner's perspective because i don't think pastilli has uploaded his perspective yet which is I him the- him okay I'll, I'll send you i think landmark said the videos were going up today yeah I want th- it's three hours total so be prepared yeah i usually watch an hour each night before i go to sleep there you go yeah that's why i do my the most of my research before right before bed. you go to sleep. Yeah. All right. Where just just take us out of the show. I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> Where it sticks. Wait, wait. Before I'm we before here. we sign I'm out. out before here. we. No, you're not going anywhere. You look crazy without your glasses. When does Rogan come? <laughs> Heroin Dan and now. <laughs> right. When does Rogan come out on uh, on Spotify? Started I'm on the September first, exclusively on December first. On December 1st. All right. I just want to make sure we keep an eye on that. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Talking with a Dad, Steve and Heroin Dan, my new host. You know where to find us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, all Talking with a Dad. You can also check us out at our website, talkingwithadad.com. And if you're looking for the podcast, it's Talking with a Dad, all one word. Just Google it, and we'll come up in a plethora of different.